John is your best boy, isn't he, Mother? Yes, John. You're my best boy and the best surgeon in town. And now, you must start thinking of the spiral. The spiral that's coming into your This is so much better. This is way better. <laughs> Phil? Mm-hmm. Oh, is it? I yep. haven't. Can I? Even, um, I had back. a little bit of the like Pennywise a, still a smoother, in it. smoother. But. It's got a smoother vibe. Oh, that is. His nice. is probably even better because his was completely empty and then he poured it out. I'm just going to take a drink from everybody's drink. Yeah. We're all sick slash allergy ridden. Oh, right? fuck. <laughs> way better, way right? Better. Holy shit. I got to get through this shit. So, I mean, like, the drink definitely makes shitty wine better, but it's, like, better with good wine. With, like, wine that's good to begin with? I didn't realize how much wine cube we had left. Well, yeah, we had, a, we had a lot. Yeah, dude, I, didn't, I also didn't realize, like, those wine cubes. They hold a lot. That's two-thirds of a bottle. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. I yeah. didn't realize, like, holding it, you're like, oh, yeah, no it's like a glass we or two. We, no wonder we, we were drunk because a, we all had, like, one a and a couple. half. Yeah. Yes, which is, like, a full <laughs> bottle each. Hilarious. At least. No wonder we were all, tr- well, I can only speak for myself. I was pretty trash. I was fucking trash. Have you the- listened to the episode? Because I feel like it's clear that we were all trash. I'm, I'm still in the elevated portion. We're... Elevated? That's so early. <laughs> I or are know. we just tangenting? We're tangenting a lot. It's a really long it's, one. It's like a little over three hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's it's a longer one. Yeah. Um yeah. But I, I'm excited to see the shift in coherence. I feel like it goes very oh, quick. It's, obvious. it's so <laughs> obvious because it's like, yeah, we're gonna take a break and come back. And then we come back and we're just and Joel's like, ah. Y'all seen them cube movie? Or what, did, what did you even say? I don't know. But it's That's like, like the very first r- thing when we come back. And it's like clear and we're just like yelling and like we're just maniacs. <laughs> so good. Oh we're just God. absolute. Speaking of yelling, we got new neighbors over there, by the way. <laughs> oh, I know. I met one of them. I met both of them. Oh, I met Laura. Who did I, you meet? I met Laura and Lily. Oh, okay, cool. There's there's two girls living next door. What's their life story? Do you uh, know anything about I them? I don't know, but uh, when I came home from work, the truck, like the U-Haul truck, was like they had like a a ramp onto the staircase. Oh, nice! And so I was like, I can't ah. Uh. And so like one of the one of the mover guys came out, <laughs> and they're like, hey, he's like, hey, like what's up? Like are we blocking you? I was like, I'm just trying to get next door, and he's like. Oh, like we, I can help you on the truck if you want help. And I was like, I just didn't, wasn't sure if I was allowed to climb on the truck. Yeah, um, that's cool though. So I like that they came right up to one it with them being our neighbors. It's like we're blowing up their spot. We're like, oh, by the way, yeah, here are these two people, like yeah. well, public. Mostly, Laura seemed nice. I didn't meet Lily. Lily seemed very nice as well. Okay, cool. But uh, but yeah, like I. I kind of want to just go over there and be like, hey, we're kind of a menace. So just let us know if we need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, they were like, you know, like, we oh, about, sorry, like, like should this should be over. over. Yeah. What's up? We Maybe we about, should like, make them banana bread. Oh, shit. Yeah. Or something. Because like, like they seemed cool. And we've been, I, ha- we've been having a bunch of banana bread. There's like, we have a lot of, we've been having a lot of banana bread. We don't have any left. We don't. It's all gone. 
But like, I got a loaf pan, which is very exciting for me. Yeah. That's like the nerdiest sentence maybe that I've said in a really long time. That's fine. But uh, no, you know what? I take it back because earlier tonight at my event, somebody had like a bright spot in their painting and I referred to it as the Eye of Sauron. So, well, um, so not the nerdiest thing I've even said tonight. Nope. There you go. Bada bang. Yeah. Bada boom. Yeah. Yeah. New neighbors. Sorry about the yelling. Sorry, guys. Um, Do we have downstairs neighbors? I don't think so. <laughs> I hope not. I'm co- I'm coughing a ton. I'm a menace. <laughs> so, yeah. okay. So we all thought. <coughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, we're all like yeah. fucking monsters. Uh, for a while, we thought we were all getting sick. We all thought we had a cold. We all because Amy felt like a cold. Amy started losing her voice. <clears throat> True fact. Um, and I think the, I started getting congested and had a sore throat, and then I think you started getting congested. And, I got a tickle. And there was a tickle. A tickle. There was a tickle in his throat. Um, I could so, just tell like <laughs> sickness was starting. It was like all the indications. Yeah. Right. So we were taking cold medicine, and nothing seemed to be helping. I was taking like Dayquil. I was taking fucking Theraflu. Yeah, nothing seemed to be helping. And somebody suggested that it might be allergies. Yeah. Uh, A bunch of people at my work, when I went into work, were like, you probably have allergies. So we've been taking... A bunch of allergies. And I honestly feel like that's not been helping that much either. I feel like it's helped a bit. (coughs) Okay, here's the thing, though. Because, like, I went to one event and somebody there told me... You have a voice, though. I do have a voice now. I did not have a voice for, like, a solid week. Yeah. And then now it's mostly back. It's like it's not. Still a little uh, it's like eighty percent back. I mean, yeah. podcast listeners will be able to tell better than you can. Yeah, they'll be like, "Oh wow, she's real different." Yeah, yeah, totally. Because I wasn't losing my voice in the last episode. I was yeah. starting to lose it. I think in the Amber episode, but that's not coming out till August. That's not coming out till August. So, but I hadn't that. fully lost it yet. Then I would say like it was probably like two or three days after that that I like fully lost it. Yeah, it was after Amber left. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, she came to my event that was on Sunday and I was like, you could, I was straining there and like losing my voice at but that event. But you didn't event. fully lose it until after she like left. Like Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. Oh no, but at one of my events, somebody said that she, one of my, uh, one of the painters that came to the event said that, ah, dying, um, yeah. said that she went to the doctor and her doctor told her that she had like, it was like kind of allergies and then kind of a virus also. So mm. I'm kind of thinking that might be it because oh. we've been taking Claritin a lot and that helps a little bit. But like I take that during the day and then also I've been taking Dayquil and then also I've been taking Theraflu at night and that's the only thing that helps me sleep through the night. And I was just telling cool. somebody else about this during the day and they were like, you're a walking uh <laughs> Pharmacy? No, they said something else about like how many drugs I was taking. It's I was like, I've literally been, over the counter, been keeping a tab open on my phone that's just like drug interaction checker, just to like make sure. That's kind of cool. That's tur- a good idea. Turns out you can take most uh, over the counter cold and allergy medicine together, and it's mostly fine. That's good to know. There's very minor interactions. One of the main interactions that came up was like, oh, if you take this cold medicine and also allergy medicine, it'll increase the effects of the allergy medicine. And I was like, isn't that what I want? That sounds great. That sounds like what I need. <laughs> I like how at this point, if anyone's <laughs> tuning in for like a horror podcast, it's just like, no. <laughs> no. We're talking about our new neighbors. We're talking about our allergies. Yeah. Anyway, we've all been feeling like complete trash. Yeah. So we're going <laughs> to cough a lot. Probably. Honestly, like, like this- two or three days ago was like the first time in like a week and a half that I didn't feel 100% like garbage and I only felt like 65% like garbage and I feel like I got so much done that day. That was day. today for me. Yeah. No, totally. Like 
that was like two or three days ago for me where I was just like, I'm going to get this painted. I'm going to get this written. I'm going to get caught up on so much shit. Like I actually am motivated to do something in life. Yeah. The past like, I don't know, at least half a week, maybe even a full week. Yeah. I've been like heavy brain fog. Yeah. Or it's just like the the derealization has been real fucking cool. No, I've been like really like dizzy and like. Yeah. (coughs) Uh, I've been basically just like in a walking dream. Yeah. It's really horrible. Somebody I, told me I got so much sleep last night. I, I that's good. I went to bed like what what that helps like eleven thirty. I don't even remember. It which was pretty is early. Really fucking early for because <laughs> I went to bed us. early too when you were in bed way before we were. Yeah, I went. I probably went to bed at like eleven thirty, uh, and I slept until which is super early for us. Very early for me. Like we're all night people here. Yeah, um, two a.m. is usually like a good gauge. Yeah. For like on my own kind of sleep times. Yeah. Like if you don't have work the next day necessarily. Or even if you have work kind of. Yeah. If I have work like (laughs) 1231 is kind of average. Yeah. Um, This is why we can't work those like early morning type jobs. Yeah. This is why I struggled when I had to be at work at like 637 o'clock for Rocky Mountain. Anytime I've ever had the kind of job where I have to be at work before like 11 a.m. I'm just like... I'm not, I'm not made out for that. It actually You're makes... Like, what is it, five? All right, time for bed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it actually, like, when I was younger, I remember thinking it was, like... I remember kind of thinking it was weird that, like, dad preferred to work th- the three nights. to 11 shift because I'm, like... Three. I know that you're, like, a late three, night 3 person. 3 p.m. to 11... P.m. P.m., yeah, okay. Um, But I'm, like, okay, I know you're a night person, but then wouldn't you prefer to, like, get it out of the way? But now that I'm, like a little bit older and more tired all the time. I'm yeah. like, I totally get it. Those are my like most functional times. That's true. Are like 3 to 11 p.m. Yeah. And I'm, but I'm still in a, <laughs> at a point in my life and I have friends who are, you know, young and in their early 20s. So it's like, I, I am still like, I want to work during the day and have my most fun, high functioning hours, like yeah. time spent with friends. Yeah. But like, I know that, I honestly... Oh, it's on the horizon, girl. Oh, honestly. Where you're about to be like, I'm going to work the night shift. The, the, honestly, <laughs> I think about it and I'm like, all right, I only got like five more years until like my friends chill out. Yeah. And then we can be, we can go to brunch. Maybe. And then I can maybe. have I can have my high function hours like, honestly, be my work time. Maybe. When was the last time I hung out with a friend that wasn't you or Joel? I mean, yeah, but I, I think that's like exacerbated by the fact that we just moved. We, we that's moved, true. Yeah, that's true. You're right. If it were, if you were, if you had your San Jose friends plus like Syracuse, like Syracuse friends, friends, that's true. We don't know what would happen. That's you true. Would I was probably, having fun all the time. Yeah, yeah. You'd you'd probably <laughs> hang out more. And then we've been talking for so long. We we've been even talked for a while. about hello. What are we even drinking? <coughs> What's it called? Calimocho. <laughs> I've seen it spelled like four different ways. Cool. Um, but basically, okay, my impression of it, and I didn't do a lot of research going into it, but this is something we used to make at Cafe Trieste when I worked there, which was an Italian cafe, but this is supposedly a Spanish drink. Sure. Um, it's supposedly a, like a Spanish like college drink because it's like cheap and easy. And it's basically like, think of like, a wine spritzer, but then like make it into red wine. It's basically like red wine and Coke. Yeah, like any red wine. 
it's literally like your house wine, like bottom of the barrel. Yeah. So wine. we we mixed the first round. We just had the Pennywise wine from episode one because shot. we were trying to get rid of that shit. Because if you've oh listened God, to episode one, so you know bad. that that wine was horrible, was fucking gross. And yet we still had one unopened bottle of it. Yeah. We actually just recently dumped out. We had like open bottles that weren't finished, and yep. it was like this is trash now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we had the Pennywise wine. And then in a uh, a little like pitcher guy, we mixed <laughs> what was left over after making three glasses of the Pennywise wine plus the leftover from the Cube episode. Yeah, we had two. Uh, I had my Cabernet and you had a Pinot Noir. Yeah, that we didn't finish during that episode. Yeah, which I was probably good because we probably would have died. The, those wine cubes were intense. They were like one box was like. Two thirds of a bottle of wine, and we each had like one and a half. Joel had Joel two. had two, so I'm not surprised actually, because no. Joel is kind of the champion of wine. Yeah, Joel Joel is he gets wine. I've on like some wine. Uh, like uncountable occasions, I've witnessed Joel drink more than an entire bottle to himself, and that's like sure, yeah, that's <laughs> like not a diss on you at all. That's like that's like that's mad that's respect at, at you. Um, I wasn't into wine at all until Joel and I started dating and, uh, he's amazing. He's the champion of wine. I love you. <laughs> Get out of here. Wine's uh, good. I'm sorry. This is just turning into an, I love Joel podcast. <laughs> I would do an entire series on how much I love Joel though. Dude. So it would be an entire like 52 week. Yeah. Like full year. A full year of just odes to Joel. <laughs> wow. I would for sure do that. Oh, at least a year. Joel's my Impressive. muse. Um, anyway, so this <laughs> this is like basically like 50-50 Coke and red and wine. Red wine. <laughs> and then you um you garnish it with a piece of citrus. Some recipes I saw had like lemon or lime, but when we did it at the cafe, it was always with a slice of orange. So we did it with some orange. I've been on an orange hype. Yeah, there's I a like, lot of oranges in this house. I okay, I've gone too many years mm-hmm. uh, because I hate the texture of uh, like the pulp. Yeah, and so up until like this year yeah i've just like avoided mm-hmm. citrus like the plague yeah uh because the pulp feels gross to me yeah but i love the taste of oranges mm-hmm. uh and i decided recently no more no more i'm not gonna avoid it i love oranges the uh, pulp is good for you though and i've gotten used to the texture yeah so i love it's a win-win for lemons everyone. and limes too much to disparage See, with, them based with on lemons the pulp. and lime though it, because like I don't, it's, that's typically like a, something that I add into foods mm-hmm. to make them taste more citrusy. Whereas like oranges are a thing that you just like. You just eat by itself. Eat by itself. Yeah. Uh, no, I feel that. Like I cannot get down with like grapefruit because it's like bitter. And to me also, Joel's the champion of grapefruit <laughs> over here. Joel likes Because it's like fruit. bitter and then also like the pulpy texture on top of it. I'm just like. I've never had a grapefruit just on its own. I'm like not crazy about regular oranges either because I've had blood oranges now. And I've never I'm had like, a blood orange. Dude, I didn't have a blood orange for the first time until we were in New York for some reason. But like, uh, they're better than oranges. Interesting. They're very good. We'll, we'll, have, we'll have some blood, blood oranges. Oranges are good, yeah. I think the grapefruit <laughs> thing for they're me... They're just like a little sweeter. Sorry, go ahead. It was just like this. Kind of like with coffee where you see yeah. like adults having it. Yeah. And you're like, this isn't good. But like, but you just I will to it. keep going until it tastes good to me. Yeah, yeah. and that was kind of grapefruit for me for a while, and then 
I don't know. I think like there was like a switch where I was like, oh no, like you can like, you know, like the white bits on it mm-hmm. or like, oh, well, you haven't had it, but just like, or you don't like it, but whatever. It's just like the white bits are like extra bitter. And if you like, like the ri- part like between like the, the, the rind and the, yeah. Yeah. and the good bit, the meat. <laughs> I sort of didn't realize, like I just was eating all of it. And I started to realize, like, oh, it's a lot less bitter if, if you yeah. take that part off. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, but for whatever, I mean, like, I, I, I feel like really, I, that I really want to try a blood orange. How now. it goes about? That's like how it is with oranges. Too. Yeah, the, like that, you, you peel like the off. membrane part. Yeah, that didn't cross my mind until like this year. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. We'll, for we'll either some, oranges or like grapefruits, we'll find some blood oranges because I like them even more. They're like a little bit sweeter, but not like so much sweeter. And uh, they just look cooler. Also, they do. I like I like oranges. That's cool. a, I've okay. Been, horror I, podcast. Yeah. Oh <laughs> shit. Oh my god. Why, why are we drinking Calimoshes? Oh, because it's a <laughs> it's a Spanish drink, and we're talking about some Spanish horror films. <laughs> but you already know that from the title. Hey. Sorry, everybody. How long have we been rolling? We're getting to the movies. It's like. Two hours in. Oh, okay. Which came first? The us, chicken or the egg? Us seeing like Veronica and deciding to do a Spanish horror episode or knowing that Cali Mochas existed and deciding to do a Spanish horror episode. Cali Mochas. You're right, because I had a note from like months ago. You texted me before we moved. <laughs> before we moved about, about Cali doing, Mochas. Yeah, I was Spanish like, that's horror. a good drink. And then Spanish horror. Yeah. But anyway, we recently watched Veronica. Because there was a huge hype <laughs> for Veronica. Fact. Uh, so we watched it. Yes. Uh, um, I watched it again today. This I, same, the same hype follows every like horror movie that gets any sort of press. Yeah. And yeah. It's that is like, like the scariest movie that's ever which happened. Which is just like the which worst I'm like, press. Don't say that about movies. Horror is subjective. <laughs> that's the whole thing about it is horror is subjective. So like what is the scariest movie ever to somebody is not to a lot of other people. Yeah. And also like to horror fans. I will say it's though like, that that's the gauntlet and we're like, well, we'll see about that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I will say though that Veronica was very scary. <laughs> Do you want to tell the story about what happened immediately after we watched Veronica no, for the first time? I feel like episode. that is on an episode, but that was oh. that was what we were watching the time <laughs> that uh Erica blew out the one candle that was lit in this entire home and then Joel turned the TV off and then I ran through the entire apartment and turned on every single light just going, "No, no." No, 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 no. Uh, because no, I'm not about to go out like a bitch. <laughs> and when she says every light, I literally mean I went to every single room, turned on every single light. I went into the kitchen. I turned on the oven light. I turned on the stove light. I turned on the dryer light. I turned on all the lights. All of the lights. <laughs> every possible light. Because... <laughs> I'm not going to go out like a bitch because some dumbass white people are trying to like do some like scary movie shit like turning off every light after we watch a horror movie. Are you fucking kidding me? I almost sent you a meme today that had like a a Ouija board in it. But then I was like, is that is that too much? (laughs) It was like a cute little like pink and purple Ouija board. And it was like purple because and it was like basically like making summoning demons cute. And I like almost sent it to you, but I was like, is even sending you a meme <laughs> with a Ouija board in it too far? Is that too much? I don't know, man. Ouija boards, <laughs> they don't fuck with me and I don't yeah. fuck with them. 
There's a Ouija board in um, Veronica's why we say that, but we watched a couple other movies. We did. Um, All right, what movies did we watch? Okay, so like without <clears throat> really consulting you guys, I picked two other movies. I did some research. Sorts. Which that was kind of fun, and I would like to do that for you in future because yeah, yeah I would like that same. too. Because going in, I want going in all s- of us to do that. Yeah. So I went into, <laughs> I mean, at least, especially the first two that we, or not the first two that we watched, but the first two that we're going to talk about. Completely blind. Yeah. Same. I knew which the, I was really excited about because I had read okay, so we talked about or we watched Anguish from 1987, mm-hmm. which is a Spanish produced film, but I did not know that it was entirely it, in it English. It was entirely in but English. But it seems like it had Spanish actors yes. for a lot of it, and um it is a Spanish produced film. Yeah. So that qualifies. Um I didn't know it was gonna be in English. Um, but that's fine. And then we watched Sleep Tight from 2011. Correct. Um, oh, and then Veronica from 2017. And then Veronica from 2017, which is what spawned this whole episode. <laughs> I'm, I hate myself for this cough. That's I fine. literally, like, I, if I could just, like, <laughs> cut, like, at the neck and then at, at the shoulders and then, like, get rid of my whole neck, my whole jowls. And then just like put my head on here and then just not have a cough anymore. That'd be fine. That'd be fine. (laughs) Yeah. Supposedly we've got until September. That's what my coworker said that. uh, It is April 21st. 420 was yesterday. 420 was yesterday. How'd you celebrate? I worked. Um, I didn't work. I worked. Oh, I went grocery shopping. We're not allowed to smoke in our property though. Yeah. We got an email. <laughs> yeah. We got to find ways to secret. Oh, I'm going to start getting some butter, butter probably and uh, baking some stuff and then we can bake and bake. Although, hey! But I, I, I do, I like, I mean, like edibles are like fine. They like hit me way harder. Yeah. Um, yes. But and then, that's great. And that's great. That's great for you. Well, here's the thing. They hit me harder, but also like from smoking, I don't get a weed hangover, but from edibles, a lot of times I do get a mm. weed hangover. Wait, what is that like for you? It's just like, you know, like when you take like Tylenol PM and you're groggy as fuck the next day. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like that. I feel that. <laughs> so I'm like not really a fan of that because like part of the appeal of smoking instead of drinking is like not having a hangover. It's true. So yeah. then if you just like have a hangover, it's like, what's the fucking point? What's the point? But, but for me, it's like <laughs> after like four or five hits, I'm like nowhere. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> and Joel then, is like inadvertently a heavyweight. Yeah. For like, like no having, reason. <laughs> having not smoked for most of your life. Yeah. For no reason. Although I, I wonder but if I'm it's like, just down to the weed. Cause like. After like a few puffs of like Randy's, yeah, it was like I was. I gone. mean, that definitely shout makes, out to Randy. No, that makes a difference. Thanks, Randy. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I think that that makes a difference. But I also think like I'm like inadvertently a lightweight. Like it doesn't matter when I, I you smoke. Like take two, and you're like, "Whoa, are you guys?" And, and I'm, I'm like, uh, and I'm like, <laughs> um, no. But like that one time, like I smoked like Erica's stuff over here. It like took me like a couple hits and I was like, I'm in outer space. <laughs> yeah. Um, so And for that for that stuff, it takes me like a bowl and a half to yeah. get to that level. And I did get to that level when we watched the snowman for the first yeah. time. Oh no, my but God. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly why I don't like smoking in social situations because I get way too high, way too quick. <clears throat> and then I'm like, I don't feel safe anymore. No. Uh, that makes sense. I mean, like when I anytime I've been like super high, it's it it, <laughs> it goes beyond like 
You just have to it be in be such off. a safe place yeah. around like people. Which I think is why I had such a terrible panic attack at that party. At that party. Yeah. Because you don't want to be like around a bunch of strangers or a bunch was, of people you don't know super well. Like it was. I didn't believe, I genuinely, I've had panic attacks for years. Yeah. I didn't believe that this level of panic attack actually existed. Yeah. Until I had one. Dude. I, like, you know, like in movies when people like, are like, you know, like I thought I was dying, blah, 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 blah. I thought I was dead. Yeah. Already. I feel like I've been, the first time that I smoked, I was like 21. I was like in physical pain. <laughs> and like, it I was not good. For an hour, just thought that I was like dying and that my head was exploding. And it was like the cyclical thing. It kept exploding and then coming back together mm-hmm. and exploding again. So, like, I feel for you because, like, yeah, like you have a bad trip. It's fucked. Anyway, it was fucking nuts. Maybe edibles will be fun for us. Yeah. Let's get back to what this podcast oh is a God, fucking God about. Damn it. God, Everybody. we're the worst. Ah, all right. Okay, so you went into Anguish and Sleep Tight with no idea what they were about. Correct. <laughs> I had read the synopses of them, not as much clearly of Sleep Tight uh, as I did of Anguish. <laughs> we'll yeah. we'll get to that. Whoa. Um, but like I was what. That's funny. Oh, okay. Just move on. Um, I was so jacked to see Anguish and for you guys to see Anguish because it sounded so, like, unique and weird. And it was. So, basically, it's this movie. Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. Hi. Hey. Hi. Hello. I don't know. Some people maybe are just getting into this one for this is the first time. <laughs> I'm really if someone has I'm really list- fucking sorry. If, if someone listened to this for the first time, they turned it off before we got it's to the our, spoiler you're right. thing. You're right. Because they're like, I thought this was a horror podcast. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Uh, maybe Never, somebody recommended it, it to them and they were like, just stick with it. They get on a lot <laughs> They get a lot to of the tangents, movies eventually. But they'll talk about the movies. They're just like launched 30 minutes ahead. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. Um. Anyway, if <laughs> now, this is your first time, the podcast time, is starting now. Like hi. this, this is where like the intro is already played. Yeah, this is where we're cutting in. No. <laughs> yeah. No. That'd be amazing. There was other good conversations to be <laughs> to be kept. Um. Anyway, er- everything is made up, and the points don't matter. And also, we're gonna spoil everything of all of the movies in the title, and, and probably like a some others. couple dozen more that are not listed. Yep. Um, like last time, I think we spoiled all the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> I don't know. Harry Potter happened recently where you guys were talking about about that shit. I yeah, don't know. That makes sense. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Anguish. Anguish. Okay. 1987. So you're pretty much watching it. It's like this dude. He lives with his mom. His mom's got a really fucking annoying voice. She is actually like... If you've seen Poltergeist, she's in. She's like the small lady with the high voice in Poltergeist. I haven't um, seen Poltergeist in like all three of them, I think. <laughs> um, and then, um, the dude is what's he in? He's in some shit. His name is like Michael something. If you've seen Newsies, he's uh not Michael Fassbender. <laughs> I I got Mr. Wiesel. Yeah, no, I got like a Mr. tab Weasel. open. Mr. Weasel. Uh, oh, shit. I didn't have a tab open. I had her. She was like Zelda something or other. That's true. Um, was she in Twin Peaks or not? <sighs> Let me look. I feel like she'd be the kind of person who would be Michael in Twin Peaks. Lerner is the dude. <laughs> Zelda Rubenstein. What, what a name. 
<laughs> or Rubenstein. She's in all the Poltergeist movies. She's what in Teen Witch. She's in Sixteen Candles, Southland Tales. Um, she's the lead in Teen Wolf. Dude, did you guys see Southland Tales? <laughs> no, I want to. <laughs> um, <laughs> National Lampoon's Last yeah, right, Resort. America. What? What happened? <laughs> What's going on? Michael Lerner's in like a ton of shit. <laughs> the TV though. show or the movie? <laughs> the TV show. <laughs> Which okay. one? Twin Peaks? <laughs> you said she's uh, in Teen Witch. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. And Joel said she's the lead in Teen Wolf. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and I had just taken a sip and I lost it. Michael Lerner's in Barton Fink, Mirror Mirror, Elf, Harlem Nights. Elf? Yeah. Um, He's in. A bunch of other shit. Life during wartime. My favorite Martian. Oh my god, do you guys remember that movie? No. <gasps> Barely. What? <laughs> Barely. Barely. I loved that movie. It was a Disney movie, but it was like live action. And it had like, what's his face from uh, fucking the newsroom? Jeff Daniels, Christopher Lloyd, Elizabeth Hurley. Nope. Daryl Hannah. Nope. Anyway. <laughs> Did you just say nope to all those names? Like you haven't heard of any of those people? Yeah, fuck you. You've heard of at least what? half those people. Yeah, no. But I still have not heard of that movie. <laughs> okay, so it's like Michael Lerner and Zelda, Zelda Ruben Fitzgerald um, as like mother and son, and they like live together, and they have like hella snails and birds. <laughs> <laughs> that pretty much. That's accurate. Yeah, there's some hypnosis involved. There is a lot of hypnosis involved. He works at like some He's got some really cool glasses. He does. They're like clear frames. They're clear. They're good. Dude. <laughs> he works at like an eye place. With a real cunt of a client that comes in. Yeah, that's true. But then he like she gets got. He like kills her later. Basically, like he's like a serial killer. Mm-hmm. And he like kills people and then like cuts their gouges their out. eyeballs out. But then we're like a third of the way into that movie when we realize we're actually in a movie theater mm-hmm. watching that movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. um there's somebody who's like recreating the crimes of that movie essentially, mm-hmm. but like in the terrorizing that theater. Yep. But then also in the movie that Michael Lerner's in, he like goes to the movies and it's like pulling some of that shit. Mm-hmm. What is he watching? I don't know, some black and white movie some with black like and a white dinosaur. Movie with dinosaurs. <laughs> That's true. Um, so like there's that movie going on, and then there's we're watching that movie, and there's like there's like two young girls watching that movie. That's like mainly who we're following, and one of them is like losing her goddamn mind her while she's watching goddamn it. Goddamn mind. Um This girl's clearly having a panic attack. She is, and her friend is like not sympathetic to it. This is the eighties. <laughs> panic attacks are not allowed. Well, panic attacks still happened. Yeah, girl. but they we didn't have a name. Okay, that's fine. Anxiety um, disorders were not uh, recognized. Yeah, I guess that's fair. You want some um, more? <coughs> time for more. Oh, Kelly no. Mocho. I lost my left ear for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> I want to read the opening disclaimer of the entire film. Uh, It says, during the film you're about to see, you will be subject to subliminal messages and and mild hypnosis. Mm -hmm. This will cause you no physical harm or lasting effect, but if for any reason you lose control or feel that your mind is leaving your body, leave the auditorium immediately. Have you ever been hypnotized? (coughs) 
I have not. <clears throat> I don't know if I can be or not. Uh, Joel's already, Joel's left, so I was going to ask him. Have uh, you been? Have you ever been hypnotized? Uh, no. No? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I have. <coughs> Tell us about it. It's fucking crazy. This was at your grad night, right? <laughs> yeah. So at our high school that we went to. Mm-hmm. Um, the, can vouch. Yeah. The, so our graduation is like nine in the morning. Yeah. Um, and then later that night, there's a grad night. It's it's like safe and sober grad night. Yeah, the whole point is to like keep people from like getting fucked up and like crashing cars into each other. Yeah, and honestly, <laughs> I had there's a not much else to do in that town. At grad night, grad night was super fun. They like, um, <laughs> I had so much fun. They like book a bunch of like carnival shit, basically. Yeah, we had a, like an electric bowl. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We did not have that, but we had like some not carnival rides, but like. We had like an inflatable slide kind of yeah, thing, and yeah, like, yeah. um, like carnival games. <coughs> yeah, um, but uh, <coughs> so, yeah, there's like huge events. There's like a raffle that goes on uh at the end of the night. But there, in one of the auditoriums, there we had a comedian, mm-hmm. and then we had a hypnotist. Mm-hmm. Um, the comedian was great. I don't remember his name, but he was so funny. Yeah. Um, and I think about certain jokes that he made all the time, and I wish I remembered his name. Um. But the hypnotist, like, picked, like, 20 people. Yeah. We had a hypnotist at mine. I didn't stay for the entire event. Oh, I... Because I was bored. I Yeah, that's fair. I did. Uh, yeah. Not... You were not one of the ones that was picked. I was not. I was in... So, we didn't have chairs. We were just on, like, the auditorium floor. Yeah. Um, And she kind of had, a, like, a disclaimer of just, like, so, like... You know, I've picked all these people, but not all of them are capable of being hypnotized. You can't tell just by looking at a person whether they can or not. So if you want to fall into that in the audience, you're more than welcome to. If you you are capable of it and if you are willing to, go for it. Um, I didn't intentionally do it. Yeah. But I did. How did you... You, so you, like, could, couldn't control that? It, like, don't it, you have to be willing? Kind of, I mean, kind of. You have to be... It's like you have to be, like, <coughs> calm. Yeah. And you, it kind of just, like, happened for me. Mm-hmm. I kind of just, like, fell into it, basically. Yeah. Um, And I remember... <laughs> I remember auditory stuff much more than I remember visuals. Yeah. I don't remember seeing much, but I remember hearing a lot. Yeah. I thought that was a cat for a second. Um. <laughs> Meow, meow. Um, but it was just like, yeah, so it's, I was on the floor next to Amber. And next thing I like vividly remember, I am on the stage. Oh. Uh, so <coughs> there's not a lot. How of, did that happen? How have you been told that happened? Uh, one of my friends has, uh, cause they were recording it uh-huh. and you were able to buy recordings of it. So uh-huh. one of my friends, Cameron bought a recording of it. So I've seen it I and I, I, I have recordings this. of it on my four. Cause I'd just gotten the four for graduation and it was activated <coughs> and everything. And Your Amber, four? my iPhone four. Oh, um, and Amber took videos of it. So there's, there's videos of it. Just incidentally, do people say four? This is like my first time hearing someone well, yeah. I was just abbreviate it. I mean, I just didn't want to say iPhone 4. I'm not okay. trying to blow up your spot. I'm I just, just haven't curious. heard that. Yeah, me I just neither. didn't want to say iPhone 4. Okay. It, I'm 30, so like everything <laughs> that you say, I'm like, is that a... Is that like I? a young, hip person <laughs> thing? No, I probably also sound like I'm decrepit 
<laughs> trying to sound hip. Nah. Um, but I, yeah, I just got the iPhone <laughs> yeah, all 4. The, like young people listening to the podcast, which there are which none. There's <laughs> one. <laughs> they're, they're just like, there's iPhone one. 4. Wow. Was that in like, um, <laughs> was that in like 1900s? Yeah. yeah. Was uh, that during Jesus's time? Jesus's time. Yeah. Yep. I, yeah, no. Uh, so I had just gotten that <coughs> for graduation. It was my very first day with the iPhone 4. So there are videos of it on that phone. Um, but it was just like there were certain things that I have been told about, like how like there was the uh, yeah, like there was the the smell one mm-hmm. that Amber told you guys about, where it's just like, oh, the person next to you smells yeah, like the best thing you've ever smelled, and I had just mobbed her. <laughs> Whoops, sorry. Whoops. Um, and there was one that was just like, oh, like at the end of the stage, there's fucking money, blah, 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 blah. And so like people are like rushing for it and they're like, oh, but like just off the stage, there's crocodiles and, ah. I, and I'm off the stage. So I'm like, ah! Ah! so you like got on the stage. No, um, no, no. Cause then she, that was, I guess like right at, after that was when she was like, okay, so like, is anybody in the audience? And Amber was like this bitch. Yeah. Um, I was a Rihanna impersonator at one point. I apparently, I vividly, I don't vividly remember that, but I was told that. Okay. Um, because I told Amber, I remember telling Amber later that night, I was like, why the fuck is S&M by Rihanna stuck in my head right now? And she's like, that's hilarious that you mentioned that. Let me tell you why. Oh my God. Uh, <coughs> but yeah, so I've been hypnotized. Damn, okay, it was fucking crazy. So you're susceptible. I to am. That yeah, is, that's I crazy. I feel like it's fucking nuts. I feel like anytime I've like been anywhere near anything like that, I've just like it doesn't strike me. It doesn't hit me at all. That's fine. I don't feel like I'm really curious if I could yeah. be hypnotized. Yeah, in the right situation, I bet you. I mean, <laughs> what? I mean, it's it's hard to say because, like, it's always in, like, such a public situation. Yeah. And I'm sure, like, you try and, like, shut that down before it's, like, you allow yourself to do yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so I wonder if, like, in, in like, a safer, yeah, no, more I feel like maybe, situation. Yeah. Like, I know mm. of people who I feel like are more guarded and more reserved than I. Like, Grandpa's been hypnotized. Really? Yeah, that's how he quit smoking. Interesting. Crazy. Yeah, he did that because you told him... I d- I do that you didn't like to kiss him when he'd been smoking because it's it smelled when bad. you were a small child because mm-hmm. it smelled bad and then that inspired him to quit smoking. He went to a hypnotist. Bang I, bang boom. He stopped smoking. I didn't know that he went to a hypnotist. He did. That's good. That's um, cool. and he's a very stoic man. Very stoic. So I feel like if he can be hypnotized, anybody can. Kind That's of. True. I wonder what he was like as like a a young adult. <laughs> I've heard horrible things, honestly. Yeah. I'm just, um, it's like, that's one of those things where it's like, I wonder how like our parents were like, as like young adults. Yeah. I just would like to like have a conversation with like our parents at my age kind of deal. Can you imagine? They'd have me. How horrifying would that be? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <coughs> no, yeah. totally. If, yeah, if I, if we went back in time and talked to our parents at my age, uh-huh. you would be. I'd be one. One. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would not be a thought. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Be like, hey, I'm your second daughter, by the way. Yeah. And they're like, but they're your like excuse third me. But pregnancy. But your third, well. Ugh. Yeah. Awkward. I mean, the minute your parent or 
like grandparents as something like racist or like sexist uh-huh. or like hits on you. Ew. It's just like, oh my God. <coughs> it's just like, yeah. I mean, it kind of ruins things forever, to be honest. I mean, <laughs> yeah. a little bit, yeah, and a little bit, no, because I feel like, I mean, our grandparents at least have said plenty of sexist and racist things in front of us. And, uh, um, that's true. It's ruined them to a point. Yeah, I know. Um, but but just like being in the present with them. <laughs> right. There's a repulsion that happens when you're like face to face with somebody. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you're a scumbag. What the? What is that? Is that the alien? See, that's exactly what I was going to say. I was Are gonna they communicating? Say Hello? Ah. Ah. Hello? What's happening? I'm is it gone? Oh, yeah. yeah, it is Seems gone. gone. Yeah. All um, right, goodbye. We haven't even really touched the surface of anguish. Oh yet. my <laughs> lord! Get back into it. Stop okay, so there's okay. like so, some hypnosis shit. Um, I'm so sorry, everyone. I read the opening disclaimer. Um, so you had no bearing. You both had no bearing. I had no idea what we were getting into. That's why I was like, you remember how I was like, no, I want to watch this one with you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like, does that make sense now? Yes, it does. Okay, tell me about some thoughts you had about it. Um. Oh, can we talk about for a second the uh, just like no preparation for it, but all of a sudden there's like a scalpel in an eyeball. Yes, because yeah, there was no lead up. Fuck yeah, dude! I was not ready. <laughs> so Michael Lerner char- Lerner's character works at like base for like an eye surgeon, basically. Yeah, um, he's like an assistant though that basically like helps people like apparently put in contact lenses. What the fuck is that shit? Because people in the 80s couldn't put in their own contact lenses? I guess not. That's what it really seems like. Um, Yeah, I don't... Fuck. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I've got so many weird notes. Oh, yeah, I surgery shot with no warning. Mm -hmm. I've got so many weird notes. Me too. At one point, I said, Danny is hypnotized. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because she was on the fucking mantle just like that. Just like watching it in a daze. Yeah. She's been so cute lately. She's a menace. She's been screaming like crazy at me. I hate her. I love her. I also love her. <laughs> she came and cuddled with me this morning. It was very cute. Yeah. Okay, back to anguish. Okay, sorry. Uh, I Too know. many birds and snails. Yeah. Is what I had to say about that family. That's true. Um, I feel like there's a limit on how many snails and birds you can have in your house before it's crazy. And the number is zero <laughs> on both. Both counts. <laughs> it's like one of those things like you know how there's like there's cat people yeah. and there's dog people and then there's and bird, there's bird people. people and then there's, there's snail, snail people, people. <laughs> okay and these are bird and snail people that we're talking about <laughs> we're snail people now <laughs> oh god and they easily had a dozen we're snails people now and at least half a dozen birds it, oh definitely more than a dozen birds I don't know there exactly how many there was one that got loose for sure Burbs. it was Burbs. Tommy Tommy got loose. Tommy got loose. You're right. It was Tommy because mom was <laughs> saying that. Um, I said this mother's overbearing. Yeah. Agree or disagree? Agree. I don't know what this note is about. I said magic shell phone. Uh, oh, because. Uh, <laughs> oh, she was like, she was like holding the shell up and talking into it. And then he was just like hearing what she was saying. And she was hearing what he was hearing. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. She was hearing what he was hearing. Yeah. Or like what was going on in the room, even though he wasn't in the room. That's true. So she was just here. So it was her magic shell phone. Magic shell phone. Hang on. Hang she on. She kind of had a psychic link with them like the whole I'm time. I'm on my hamburger <laughs> phone. 
my hamburger. <laughs> yeah. Like him and her. Yeah. Her yeah. Him. No, the, for sure. But in that scene, he wasn't in the room. That's true. And like the other no, doctor that, that was, was like. That was the whole time though. Is like he wasn't in the room any of the times they were having a psychic link. Mm. No, no, no. He wasn't in the room that she was hearing from. Because she was hearing from she the was other hearing, doc, the, like the orderly and the patient, and he was not in the was room like, at all. Oh, oh I'm. I see. The doctor okay. was like, "Oh, I'm sorry about him. Like he's diabetic oh, or whatever. He's, he's losing his eyesight. Oh, that's even that was crazier. it. Yeah, like yeah. he wasn't in the room for that, oh, okay. and she was like listening she in on her magic shell that. phone. Oh, that's insane. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on her magic. So- uh, I have a note that says, uh, <coughs> this mother's voice is crazy. Do you think it's real or not? I think it's real because that's what she sounds like in all the Poltergeist movies. I have seen that actress before. Interesting. She has a very high-pitched voice. That's <coughs> a voice for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that's like why she's been cast in a lot of stuff, though, is because yeah. of her voice. Um, Iconic. Eating bananas in milk with a fork. Yeah. That was what Michael Lerner was doing. And I feel like if you didn't already know that he's fucking batshit crazy, <laughs> like that's a big indicator. Cause like uh, at first glance, I'm like, bananas in milk, fuck you. But then he was eating them with a fork. And I was like, that doesn't even make any sense <laughs> anymore. I have no idea what you're doing. He's eating my remnants, my revenants. <laughs> yeah. Starring Leonardo. I still gotta see that. Me too. Yeah. Um, um, I have a note. Yes. Go. On, uh, so the woman, the, the cunt woman. Yes, cunty woman. Who, <laughs> who gets got, so who gets it's got. fine. Do, do, you, do you remember how he comes to her house? Yeah. And then, is well, this what you're about to say? No, it's oh. before this. Oh, what okay, what I'm ahead. about to say is before okay, this. Okay, go. Uh, so they're getting ready for like some party or whatever, <laughs> and it's her and her boy toy. I don't husband, know. Husband, boyfriend, boyfriend. I don't know. Whatever he is. <clears throat> and she asks, uh, she's like, oh, like, what do you think of this lipstick? And he's like, I don't really like it. It's damn. It's like, it's fine, I guess. And she like goes off. I'm like, you fucking asked. What? Yeah. I mean, don't ask if you don't want to hear an honest <laughs> response. But also like. <sighs> also, they, he sucked and should be both, hyping, hyping were, our girl up. They were both kind of terrible. Oh, yeah. No, they both. Okay. Got, got so them. then Michael Lerner's character, whatever the fuck his name was. He like shows up at their house and he's like, hey, this is the weird dude from the eye place. Uh, so-and-so forgot her contacts and the boyfriend. She got the wrong contacts. She got the wrong contacts. And the boyfriend was like, that sounds like her. Come in. Uh-huh. And like opens the gate for him. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, that was funny. Ice cold. Um, I also have a note. in Because <laughs> she was like. Oh, like, like he was like, I'm going to put the contacts in for you, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And she's like, I'll just come into the office in the morning. And the uh, the boyfriend husband was just like, oh, come on. Like, I want to see what you look like with your contacts in. I'm like, that's what she looks like with her glasses off. Yeah. That's the point of contacts. That's the whole point of contacts. You've seen her with contacts in, quote unquote, because you've seen her with glasses off. Like that, it's the same thing. <laughs> and that, that line just made me furious. Yeah. I'm like, you... Idiot. You literal piece of trash. Yeah, that's true. So basically, I'm like, okay, this audience is losing their shit. Yeah. Um, the one younger girl, so we're following like the two younger girls. The one is like having a panic attack. The blonde. <coughs> I, fuck. I had her name and then I can't remember. It's I also like, had her name. It's like Tracy. It's like, yeah, like Penny or. Ah. I think it was Shonk. 
Shonk. I'm pretty sure it was Shonk. So she's like having a panic attack. <coughs> she's like losing her shit. She like leaves for a little bit, but then while she's gone, she sees um, Patty. Patty. That sounds right. Did Patty and Linda. Yes. The two? Okay. Yeah. Okay. That sounds right. Um, she's like losing her shit, and then she like goes out for some air, but she sees somebody that uh rubs her the wrong way. No, she sees the shoes. The shoes? Yeah, the shoes that the weird guy in the theater was wearing. Right. Okay. But turns out it was just uh another lady that was in the theater. Okay. Wearing the same shoes. <coughs> but there is a weird guy in the theater. Yeah, he's all twitchy and shit. He's all twitchy and she's been watching him and she's been losing her shit over him. Correct. And then she like goes back in and tells her friend. Mm-hmm. And then her friend goes out and her friend's like in the bathroom. And then that dude during that time comes out and kills like the concessions person and the ticket booth person yep. and like drags them into the bathroom. Into so the men's room. Into the men's room. She's like hiding out in the men's room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then what's her, Okay. So, what is it? Patty and Linda? Yeah. Patty. So Patty is all the time all the while in the theater yeah linda left her losing her goddamn shit she's like hyperventilating told her to stay in the theater because she's like if i'm gonna go check the bathroom you're gonna tell me what i miss when i come back yeah so she's losing her shit (coughs) and this couple behind her notices yes and uh the husband shout out to that couple shout out to that couple they're like some of the only good people in this whole goddamn movie yeah uh the husband (coughs) The husband's like, like checks on are her. Are you okay? Because like you really seem not okay. Yeah, and she's like, and she's like, oh, like my friend's been in the bathroom for a really long time. <coughs> and he's like, I'll go check on your friend. And then while he goes to check on her friend, like the wife is just like, you're gonna be okay. Yeah. It's gonna be okay. You're gonna be fine. She's chill. The dude, like Rip, uh, deserved better. Deserved so much better. He was like one of the only good dudes in this whole yeah. goddamn movie. And he gets got. He gets. <coughs> he gets got so quick. So quick. And um, I'm furious about it. Briefly, there's an opening for Linda mm-hmm. to like leave the bathroom, and she runs out of the theater. Mm-hmm. She has seen that the theater doors are all tied up. Mm-hmm. <coughs> she runs across the street, uh, flags down some dude with a briefcase, mm-hmm. and she's like, "There's a fucking murderer in there," and he's like, "Surely you're mistaken." He's like, I've got a meeting. Yeah, that's what he said. I've got a meeting. He's like busy as fuck. And she's like, you're not fucking listening to me. Yeah. (coughs) So he's like, okay, well, I'll go in and check. And he goes in. He sees the thing all roped up. Um, What else does he see? Um, Anything? I think that was enough to convince him. That was enough for him to be like, there's something amiss. Yeah. So he calls... The, the two of them like go down the street, call the cops, bing, bang, boom. Everyone's locked in the theater. Shit hits the fan. <laughs> Shit hits the fan. So in the movie, Michael Lerner's like starting to uh, jack the place up. He's like in locking the people in the theater. Yep. And he's like killing everybody. And, and he's then- like <laughs> ripping all the eyeballs out. Yeah. And then in the movie with, or like in the theater with Patty and Linda. Well, just yeah. Linda at this point. No, just Patty. Just Sorry, Patty. Excuse me. Um, fucking shifty kill, dude, Killer Magoo, Killer Magoo. Yeah, that's his name. <laughs> is <laughs> causing a muck. Uh huh. But he's just a, for distinction. Amok. This bro has like a gun. He has a gun instead of a knife. That's true. Scalpel. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's true. And he takes 
Patty hostage. Patty. Which, okay, so he's, he leans over oh her my seat. God. And like holds the gun to her temple and holds her mouth shut for like 20 minutes. This for man is so long. leaning over this girl. And nobody notices? Nobody notices. Nobody there notices. There are people behind them. Yo. 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 Um, Livid. Anyway. Um, and then note- basically that's the point where like the movies kind of converge in that. <laughs> I, I have a note that says uh, life imitates art. Yeah, I have and it an- says a life imitates art. <laughs> yeah, I. Oh, that's true. OK, I, sorry. I thought this was related. I wrote this note and I wasn't sure if I was going to say it on the podcast because it's like kind of a too soon thing. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm going to go for it because we're monsters. Okay. Movie theater shooting before those were cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yikes. Have I made everybody uncomfortable now? We'll, we'll fix it in post. <laughs> I was thinking about that. I was like, as okay, we were watching we, it, we, we, talked we kept about this. saying about, not not about shootings, but we were, we were talking about the fact that like how much crazier would this movie be if we were also in a the theater? Because yes. they had all these shots in the movie where it was like the... Behind. The, the, the Tammy... Or wait, what's her name? Patty? Patty. The Patty Theater. Mm-hmm. And then they had like, but like behind. Mm-hmm. So they were watching and like the, at that like point. The other theater, the screen. The screen. Yeah. And, the screen and then even where the screen was watching another movie. Another movie. Yeah. So it was and like And so movie, like if we movie, were movie, in a theater watching it this. It would just be like. Which it does kind of come around to because the credits roll and then that's in a different theater. Yeah. yeah. So it's a movie with. It's so it's a, so movie, it's a movie within a movie within a movie where they watch another movie, but then where like, they watch another real movie. life. I, I have a note real life when a, at that meta level, and yeah, yeah and I did it, it did cross my mind too, where I was like, how crazy would it be if a, a shooting happened during one of those screenings? Holy shit! And then you're just like, well, I'm gonna fucking like kill myself. <laughs> Am I in a movie? Yeah, well, that's kind of the point, or like the thing about it, where I said like it feels like a David Lynch movie, yeah, where like. And like a lot of David Lynch stuff, you're just the whole time questioning like what's real, real, what's not, like yeah. what even like within the story. That's why I love. We haven't like talked about it really, but like that's why I love Inland Empire because the whole time you're just like, what is supposed to be reality? It's basically like if oh, I had that to was all Pennywise wine. Oh no! <laughs> if I had to incredibly hugely general generalize Inland Empire, it's basically about like two actors who take on these roles in a movie and then like most of the time you don't know if they are like even them themselves like they don't know if they're acting or being like genuine and it's like super but there's like so much more to it than that more what anyway so like that aspect of it made it feel very like which is i think what drew me to it based on the synopsis you can just like finish what's happening here <laughs> thank you I think that's what kind of like drew me to it based on the synopsis is it sounded like it would get really like meta and weird. And it did. And it did. Uh, My next note just Mm -hmm. says in all caps, not the snail. Because I think somebody stepped on a snail. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was (laughs) tragic. the snake, not the snail. God damn. Oh, yeah. They probably really had to kill it. I tried to look it up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I could not find any info. People give less of a shit about snails. Well, I couldn't find a lot of info because like the title of it is just Anguish. And so it's like... There's also a movie called Anguish that came out in like 2015, 11. Yeah. Well, anyway, like when I was like Googling like Anguish and like... I was like, did... 
anguish really killed the snail and then it was just like all these like fucking uh like uh scientific papers on like the anguish of snails when you like kill them with salt and shit like that yeah um so i was like there's no way for me to find out if they actually killed that snail but i feel like it probably happened yeah the 80s did not care about animals. Um, and then I said, this girl is going to need all the therapy. Oh, my God. She's going to need so much <laughs> I therapy. I feel so bad for Patty. Yeah. She deserved better. She did deserve she better. She was a good friend going this to that movie. This movie was fucking crazy. It was fucking nuts. Okay, so then they had the credits in the theater. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, it's like movie within a movie. Did you skip past um, her being at the hospital? I mean, generally, yeah, yeah, kind of. So, so like, she was at the hospital. Yeah, so this is where they like diverge more. Is like she she's at the hospital, and then like, and then like they're all, all like sudden, she needs to be left alone so then, she can sleep. Which, by the way, not good for trauma. Yeah, because okay, so in the theater after she had been held hostage, uh, there was a moment where she like where the guy like drops her. Yes, and oh, what's yeah. his name? Michael what? Learner. Learner. Uh, his character in the movie. Turns to Patty yes. in the theater. So this is the movie talking to the world. The theater. The yeah. theater. And says <coughs> something about like, you know, like that he was coming for her eyes or fucking whatever. Yeah. Um, and then he, th- Michael Lerner's character throws a- uh, Like a scalpel, a scalpel or something. And Patty thinks that it goes into her eye. She's l- freaking out about it. Um, and so she has to be, be like, dragged out by medics yeah. and everything. But Take there's the not hospital. really anything in her eye. There's not. Okay, it's all so in her then head. she's in the hospital. Mm-hmm. She needs to be left alone, which I think is the worst possible thing that she yeah, could I be right like, now. I feel like after that kind of scenario, you need, like, people who care about you around you, kind of, a little bit. Correct. Um, that's just me. I'm no doctor. What do I know about what that shit? What do I know? Um... And then, so she's left alone, mm-hmm. and then who comes in to check on her but Michael Lerner. Michael Lerner. To check on her eyeballs. Uh, he doesn't say that specifically, but I think that that's implied. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all coughing machines. Anyway. It's true. Um, do you have other notes? Um, <coughs> no. Did you like this movie? I did. I liked it so much. I liked it a lot. I really did. Ah. Like, like a lot. I feel like it's almost blasphemous to say because like 90% of the time we're like, did you like this movie? No. Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. I but feel like, like this is the first episode in a really long time where I liked all of them. I didn't really like Sleep Tight that much. Oh. I liked elements of it, but as like a whole movie like for me I kind of think about like would I ever watch this again oh no of my own volition but I would recommend it to people <laughs> that's fair I guess for me like liking a movie is, is kind of like rewatchability re- if I would rewatch it fair. and um I wouldn't rewatch sleep tight but I would like definitely rewatch anguish and I would definitely recommend it mm-hmm. to people yeah because it was like it was so unique and so interesting. It was fucking nuts. <laughs> Dude, it yeah. was fucking crazy. It was. Honestly, it was one of like the craziest, most mind fuck kind of movies I've watched in a really long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, totally. I agree. And I like thinking about like, oh, I I did have a note that I didn't mention in here about how like, oh, like did this movie inspire Inception? Like how many levels deep are we going to get? Yeah, totally. Because like there was yeah no I feel like there's a handful of things that yeah like Inception like some David Lynch stuff that I like really like that's kind of 
in a similar vein of like like different levels of reality, like what's real. And I fucking love that kind of shit. Me too. And I, I wish that there was more media for me to ingest <laughs> with the, that kind of thing. I bet there is in terms of like independent media. Probably. Yeah. But it's like, I would love to, like I want more books. Yeah. Because there's a, there's a book that I just bought recently that I'm really, really excited to read called Jane Unlimited. Yeah. And it seems like she kind of goes into this house and she lives out certain different, if she takes like certain paths in her life and she yeah. lives out those elements and then decides which one she wants to officially go on. Shit. And it sounds, God damn it. It sounds fucking crazy. That's like one of those things where I'm like, there's like a little idea that I'm working on that's like in that same vein. And that's like, that's but it's, so, it's always different enough. But it's like, yeah. you know, as like a person <laughs> creating anything whenever it's like close to something. The idea's in the cloud. And the you just gotta grab it. The idea's in the universe. You just gotta, gotta grab get it. it. Um, no, my thing's different enough, I think. Um, so that's I'll, interesting. I'll read it and let you know exactly <laughs> what it's about. But it's like, I love... I, the idea of, like, the multiverse Mine's theory. more about, like, this couple and, like, different versions of, like, their oh, that situation. Sounds, that sounds cool. I'm gonna, I'll send you a thing. That, please send <laughs> it to me. That's just, like, a synopsis that of, like, great. what it was gonna be. Okay. That sounds great. I, but yeah, like, the whole, like, multiverse and, like, the yeah. different la layers of reality. Yeah. I get off on that kind of shit. Yeah, for sure. So, I loved this. Yeah. This was yeah, I really exactly liked this too. the kind of media that I want to take yeah. in. I'm so glad you feel that way because I was like so excited to see it having read the synopsis. And yeah. I'm glad that it was actually very interesting. It was so. And also we had just watched Birdemic too. Oh my God. Yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> that we was, went to a theater mode live. I'm a huge fan of Achievement Hunter. <laughs> surprise, surprise. And they're based in Austin. They're based in Austin. They had an event recently called Theater Mode Live. They basically just just watch uh, a shitty movie. Well, it's basically it's basically movies that they can get the rights to. I see, and it's which is usually shitty. Movies. Just because they can't afford to get the rights to good movies, so yeah. it's usually shitty movies. Yeah, uh, and uh, there's like a, a drinking game that goes along with it. Yeah, um, but they recently did a live event for that, and yeah. so I was just like, I'm gonna buy this ticket, and I extended the offer to Amy and Joel in case they want us to come with me. Yeah, and they did. Last minute, my work that night got canceled. Yeah, so Amy was able to go. <laughs> So that was good. Um, it was a sold out theater. It was. I stepped on someone's toes to get to a seat. He was very nice. He was very fine. He was funny. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. So we had just watched Birdemic two. Yes. Which was a not great movie. I haven't seen Birdemic one, but I have to imagine that Birdemic two is worse. I it it better be. I if it's not. <laughs> If it's better, God damn it. God. I actually know somebody who's in Birdemic One. We've talked about this. Right, because it was mostly shot in San Jose. <laughs> there was a lot of it, I think, shot in San Which Jose. Which is where you went to college. Yeah. And like one of the guys you who went there. to the school for theater, mm -hmm. I went to school for film. So the film and theater, they overlap they, a little bit. It's in the same building, <laughs> it's a lot of the same people. Yeah. <laughs> one of the theater dudes was in Birdemic. That's fun. Um, anyway, Birdemic 2. Not great. Complete trap. Honestly, like the audio quality of it was fucking heinous. Yeah, it was it not great. It shouldn't be allowed to be a film. No. Um, it was fun. I had fun. But no, like, yeah, it was a fun time. Because it was like such a trash movie. Yeah, and it's like the whole point of theater mode is to like trash. Like they trash the movie the entire time oh, that they're watching sure. it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, so that was fun. 
in that and, in that vein. And then yeah, so coming, we watched that, and, and then, then we, we came home and we watched Anguish. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's like just in contrast to Birdemic Two, <laughs> Anguish was like even better. Anguish was actually a film. Yeah, and it was and, like a nuts film it that like, fucked with you, and like it was so good. It was pretty insane. Um, do you think it passes the Bechtel test? I think it does. I said yes, but barely because like there's definitely like multiple times with like Patty and Linda talking about the movie, Mm -hmm. which isn't specifically a dude, Mm -hmm. (laughs) although it does start, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's Patty and the one woman who I don't know if she's named. I don't or know not. if she's named, but the wife and they talk about like her they men- talk ab- emotional state and they talk about Linda. Yes. Um, um, so, so I think it does. <coughs> I want to say that it does. Okay. I feel like it probably barely does. Yeah. Um, d- let's do it. I tried. I tried to look it up. I feel like. So I, I could, didn't. I, you I couldn't, couldn't find, find any it. info. I I found the 2015 anguish, but I couldn't find yeah this one. We haven't talked about it yet, but like me and Amy were watching um, Crazy Ex Girlfriend, mm-hmm. and yeah. there's like a moment in there where they're like they talk about the Bechdel test, mm-hmm. and they talk about the fact that like the <laughs> Bechdel test in itself is sexist because mm-hmm. it is a female's relationship to me- like the context is that like whether men are talked about or not. And so, mm-hmm. like, just by the byproduct of, like, the fact Talking that, Talking like, about even the Bechdel test is, like, negating the Bechdel test, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. <laughs> well, not just talking about it, but the test itself is sort of, like, sexist in its own. Oh, yeah. No, it is. And, and just because, like, we've that, talked, that we've is We've talked context. before, like, several episodes ago about how it's not necessarily, like, we realize it's not the best indicator it's just sort of like what we're working with at this point. No, it's point. an interesting starting point. I think it's like yeah. worth talking about. I just thought it was worth mentioning yeah, the, the yeah. other sort of like contextual aspect of it. Sure. Yeah, Should yeah, I yeah. do Joel notes? Go for it. <coughs> All right. Well, Joel sent him in an email to us and it starts. Oh my God. I'm going to be able to read them on my own phone today. <gasps> Erica got a new battery. I got a new battery phone, so and my phone doesn't die every five seconds. Erica's old phone like literally was a piece of garbage. <laughs> like honestly, like garbage was better than her phone. Correct. Um, it like honestly like you'd keep it plugged in all night and then you'd just I, unplug it and it would die right in, away. In the time that it took me to like walk from <laughs> our front door to our to my car, which is directly outside, right outside the door, it's it not die. that far. It would die. Yeah. Whenever I tried to use it, pretty much. You said you took it to the Apple Store and they like tested it and they were like, "Oh, it feels so hard." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they told me, <laughs> they told me, <laughs> I told I, I approached a guy and I was like, "Hey, like I need a new battery for my phone." He's like, cool, what's going on with it? I was like, it dies when I try to use it. Yeah. And he's like, okay, like we'll run a diagnostic because like if it is your battery, battery will replace your battery. But if it's not, like we don't want you to spend the money yeah, to replace sure. the battery if it's like your actual phone that's fucking yeah. up. Um, and so I had a girl who's from California yeah. run a diagnostic on my phone. Uh, we talked about California, growing up in California and Mexican the food. fucking vagina trees. Oh, yeah. And how terrible they smell. <laughs> if you're not from California, you don't know about vagina trees or cum trees, cum as trees. some of us know it. Cum trees. That's kind of what I knew it as. Yeah. Uh, uh, the young, like, middle school, they were vagina trees, and as we got older, it was like, oh, cum trees. This yeah. smells more like cum. 
I wonder if like it's the opposite for like dudes where it's like cum trees initially and then when you get older it's vagina trees because Maybe. you finally know different what the other genitalia smells like. Yeah, various. Fair. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, and yeah, she's like, and, I, and so like when I talked about it with winter and she's like, it took me like three visits and like two hours each and blah, 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 blah. And so I was there and it was like seven o'clock when she finally ran the diagnostic and she's like, yeah, come back at eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. So I went to my car, read for an hour, uh, came back. I was like, I want to check on my phone. And they're like, cool. It's ready. Go over to the back door. This girl came out and she's like, are you Erica? I was like, that's me. She's like, cool, $31 and your phone's fixed. I'm like, great. And they were basically just like, yeah, no, it failed. It fucked. Oh, it it failed fucking hard. It fucked that shit up. Yeah. We've never seen a battery fail so hard. They didn't say that, but they (laughs) they kind of implied it. I could read the the room. The beginning of Joel's email is in all caps and it's bold and it says, sup, y'all. Um... (laughs) So for anguish, it says snails are naturally creepy. I 100% agree. I think about the never-ending story with that giant-ass snail. It's a racing snail. It's Fair. still creepy. I like snails. Um, I think they're cute. <laughs> whenever, I like whenever I see I somebody slugs, hold... Slugs freak me out, but I like snails. Whenever I see somebody okay, hold... Okay, come on. What's I, going on? <laughs> I don't know. Explain Have you yourself. ever seen somebody hold a snail in their hand? Yeah. I want to kill that person whenever they do it. I've yes. been that person. You're a monster. If you go back on my Instagram... You can't wash your hands enough to get that snail juice off. If you go back on my Instagram far enough, I got a picture of uh, Tyler's shoes and a snail. Fuck you. I like snails. Okay. How do you like slugs? <laughs> or wait, how do you I dislike do, slugs? I don't know. They, those freak me out. What is the difference to you? The shell. That's literally the only difference. <laughs> That's <laughs> so little. <laughs> That's not enough, dog. It's, it's, it's in its own house. Doge. It's in its own house. That's true. <gasps> Why is it in its own house? Let like, Tom- I get so cockney when I do Vince. Let t- He is cockney. I know, but I get like... He's a cockney... Flower, watch him shower. <laughs> I get like far more cockney than he is. Um, that's true. Let Tommy go free. Let Tommy go free. That's the bird. The yeah, burb. it does say the bird in parentheses. Mm-hmm. Um, Let Tommy go free. <laughs> that's a good one. I like this one. It's picks up seashell. Hello, nine one one. What's your emergency? <laughs> Shout At, out. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I like that. That's good. I'm gonna. Pop <laughs> it is. It is a magic right shell. It's a magic shell phone. Um, anguish. <laughs> anguish is watching this dude eat and drink. One hundred percent agree. Correct. Yeah, it was he like the fucking banana in milk with the fork, and then he like wolfed that shit down. <laughs> I've been listening to this audio book called Gulp. That's by Mary Roach. And it's a lot about various, like, habits around, like, eating and digestion and, like, cultural things around it. Sure. Um, Anyway, it's been, like, several lengthy chapters about how much to chew. Okay. Um, Several? Yeah, there's a lot of science behind, like, saliva, the amount of chewing, like, various cultural movements around the amount of chewing you should be doing. Okay. It's really wacky. Interesting. Um, But anyway, um, this man is a wolfer. He's just wolfing that shit down. He's gonna choke on it. He's gonna die. It's true. <laughs> Mary Roach is a very interesting science writer. She's, like, uh, she's a science writer, but she's also very funny. Um, That's good. Make science funny again. 
Hashtag. Masfa. Anyway. Masfa. Fafsa. Fafsa. Did you fill out your Fafsa this year? No. <laughs> Have you ever? No. It's so tedious. It's also garbage. You barely excuse me. Get that shit. Put that thing True. back where it came from. Or so help me. He's trying to put his foot <laughs> on her. She's not feeling it. I do not like feet. This dude needs to move ah. out of his mom's place. Agreed. That's correct. She's manipulating him to murder. To so. murder. Using telekinesis. As if living with your mom. Telepathy? At- not telekinesis. Telepathy. Telepathy. I always As if confuse those two. Being middle-aged and living with your mother isn't bad enough. Yeah. She's driving you to murder through her telepathy <laughs> and her mousy voice. Her m- uh, I and want- her hypnotist. Hypno- hypnosis. Hypnosis. I'm fucking up my words right now. She's so drunk. I'm not even. I wonder if this theater audience is going to pay is going to pay off in some significant way. Oh, like the Patty Linda? Oh, just at all. Oh. I mean, like... It did. It, it I mean, did. Yeah, it it did. totally did. No, I was just like, is this just going to be like a gimmick? Or is this going to be like a thing? No, that, yeah. It was like, great. It was no, for sure really. a thing. I wonder if like the writers <laughs> of this have written anything else that was like super yeah, interesting like this. about that. I'd be interested in that. Um... I'm going to look into that. This multi-movie theater stuff is so paranoia-inducing. It's awesome. So paranoia-inducing. Yeah. I agree. Especially, like we said, if we had been in a theater. Oh, my God. I, I would not have been okay if I was in a theater. No, no. I would at have all. been like feet in the seat, like hands around my the back of my neck, like freaking the fuck <laughs> With out. All the like gouging eye out. Oh action. my god. No, I would have been like so like hands over my face kind of thing. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> fun fact, everybody. Yes. So the writer of uh Anguish. Anguish 1987 also wrote Anguish 2015. Which is a completely different plot. What? No, come That's, on. It literally, I clicked on writer and it linked me to that. Shut your asshole up. <laughs> Shut your stupid asshole up. That's what it just, it linked me to. How weird. That can't or, be. Maybe it's the director. It might be the director. It might not be the writer. I'm going to murder you. I'm going to get this information. Gouge right. your eyeballs out. I have one more Joel note. It says that was low key a horror classic. I. It honestly, I feel like it's a movie that I've never heard of that I should have. Right? For sure. Yeah. I feel like more people need to watch this movie. That movie was not like when you guys were saying it was so interesting. It was so good. It was so good. It was so good. I'm going to tell everybody about this movie. Immediately, I was like thinking of all like, I was just thinking like, what a great, like, adaption you could do for like yeah. a modern horror. Oh my god. Like, and I feel like think it about, think only about like becomes the- more relevant with how like prominent like theater shootings have been. Yeah. I'm well, saying not- like so you can induce even more paranoia with. You could do that version. You could do the sh- theater shooting version. You could also just do like the internet. Like a YouTube like a- video of a 80s movie of a, you know, like, yeah. just like 
make it like six levels deep. Oh, fuck. yeah. And and just have like somebody at the like at the top level just be like modern. It's like 20, yeah. know, 18, 2019, whatever. I was mistaken, everybody, <laughs> by the way. Well, tell me more. I was on the wrong IMDb page. Oh, god damn it. Okay. That so I okay. <laughs> I fucked up. I was on the I was on the wrong I was on the 2015 IMDb page. God damn it, you bitch. Sorry. I'm gonna you dumb bitch. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> and my suffering. Anyway, um, this movie was so fucking good. It was good. so good. If you have not seen this movie, uh, you definitely highly need it. to. If you were a horror if fan. If you are a I fan of the like horror and like the psychological see, I feel like we I'll see so much like horror of from so many generations that's just so much of the same shit. Right? Yeah. Just like the same like slasher bullshit. Mm-hmm. Even like a lot of the same supernatural bullshit. Yeah. You see like a lot of that shit and there's like yeah like I, this was just like so original and so interesting. Yeah. And it, just, yeah like, I feel like I've never like even since what is this 87? Yeah. Since 87 I haven't seen yeah. a movie with a similar theme. Where no. it's just like the, these multiple layers of this it was movie theater. Really good. Like it was so good. It was great. Yeah. Like, if you're a fan of horror, if you're a fan of like psychological thrillers, <laughs> it like if you're a fan of horror and you're sick of the same old shit, watch fucking watch Anguish, Anguish from '87. Like remember yeah. when I was talking about how like I couldn't believe how like Friday the Thirteenth was based on the first Friday the Thirteenth yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Imagine an anguish series. Like oh how much God. more interesting would that have been? Yeah. Dude, if if they could have expanded on this. Yeah. And not to say like every interesting idea doesn't need to suddenly become like a multi-movie no, universe. Yeah. But like sometimes that's least, the beauty of it is just that it's one standalone piece. Yeah. Could you imagine? And maybe they would have driven <coughs> into the ground and we would have hated it or something. Yeah. But just like it it would have at least been more interesting than like oh my Jason. god could you imagine if this know. movie yeah. got rem if this movie got a gritty 2014 reboot huh if like they remade this with like dude it'd be so gory. higher like technology and like better like yeah. cameras better quality yeah it would have been fucking crazy yeah Dude, I loved this movie. I really did too. I really cannot say enough how much I loved this movie. Imagine like so they do this movie mm-hmm. But they do like the whole gimmick of like this new reboot <laughs> is like they do a, you know how they do those like, uh, I don't know, whatever. They'll do like those like live uh, movies mm-hmm. where they'll be like, oh, we're showing like the Metropolitan Opera where yeah. they mm-hmm. fuck over like across however oh, many screens. No. Mm-hmm. They, oh, no. They put cameras in theaters yeah. and they like straight up put you in. A movie, uh, <laughs> and then they do like I and, don't like that. And then they have like someone come in and like no. be a character. I know, like, no, no, and no. they integrate. But that's like they have like select <laughs> shots where they're like, okay, now we're gonna cut the theater audience. But every theater audience is actually seeing their own theater audience. Oh my yeah. god. Oh my lord. I no. hate that. How crazy would that That's be? That's too much. I hate I'm that. I'm scared. I don't like it. I hate that. I don't want to be in the movie. No. I just want to watch the movie. I, yeah, no, this was, oh God, I'm so good. Guys, I have to pee so I have to pee so bad. bad. Okay. Okay, we'll take a break and then we'll talk about Sleep Tight and Veronica. Goodbye. Goodbye. What's that? What's happening? We got some movies to talk about. We also watched Sleep Tight. We did? 
So anguish was amazing. Mm-hmm. How'd you feel about sleep tight? I, like <laughs> I said earlier, I would definitely recommend it to somebody. Yeah. I don't know if I'm capable of a rewatch. Yeah. Cause it made Knowing me, what you know now. Yeah. It made me feel gross. Yeah. <coughs> like, so how would you sum up what happens in sleep tight? Sleep tight was 2011. 2011. It's about a guy named Caesar. Mm-hmm. Um, who has basically, he's miserable in his life. He's the, like, the concierge of this concierge apartment of building. This apartment complex, or yeah, apartment building. <laughs> um, and he's, basically, like, it's his game to make people feel miserable. Yeah. And that makes him feel something. Why, though? Fuck if I know. There's one girl in his apartment, though. Clara. Clara. Who just can't be broken, it seems like. She's so happy. She's so happy. And he is determined. So, like, every day he, like, breaks into her place and, like, sleeps under her bed until she's asleep. And then chloroforms her. Or doesn't sleep, but he, like, hangs out under her bed. And then chloroforms her. Yep. And Uh, then he, like, puts shit in her shit. mm -hmm. (coughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, finds out. <coughs> Sorry. I guess like what she's allergic to and puts that in like her face cream. Finds out what she doesn't like, which is bugs, and like infests her place with bugs. With cockroaches, puts uh his jizz and whatever her body soap is, I guess. Um, or I think the implication was that he had been Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um Caesar. Caesar. You piece of trash. You literal piece of human trash. Yeah. uh, (laughs) He... And especially... Okay, so the movie's told from Caesar's perspective. Yeah. And it's like... I hated it (coughs) because of that. (coughs) So Clara has a boyfriend. Clara has a boyfriend. What was his name? I don't remember his name. I'm going to look it up. Boyfriend. I'm going to look it up. Hold on. <laughs> I'm dying. That's fine. You- Somebody please murder <clears throat> me now. I would appreciate that. Marcos. Marcos. San Marcos. Yeah. Texas. Mm-hmm. Just like half an hour away from here. Yeah. So she's got a boyfriend. Okay. Oh, um, my God. Uh, do you remember that one scene where her and her boyfriend are, like, bang city and, like, Caesar's under the bed? And he accidentally dumps <laughs> chloroform on his own face? Yep. And then they're like, what's that smell? Never mind. Let's keep fucking. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then he, like, army crawls out from under the bed. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then he's, like, trying to get out of the apartment, but he doesn't have the key because it's locked from the inside. Mm-hmm. So he sleeps in the bathtub. Mm-hmm. Sure does. And then I just I just read the uh, the synopsis on IMDb. Yeah. Just says uh you wake day after day to the comfort and security of your home. But how safe is it really? I feel like reading that and then reading the synopsis that we also read on Amazon Prime, you can see why I maybe would choose this. Yeah, no, it uh it's <laughs> very it does not deceiving. Given indication of just <coughs> exactly level. how dark this is. This movie's Fucked. <coughs> I'm gonna kill myself. 
That's fine. Not because of the movie, though. Because of this cough. Because of the cough. Yeah. Uh, I was, yeah, I was walking through OG today. And it's like, I'm just like coughing in like the side station. And it's like, I'll go through a coughing fit. And then at the very end of it, just go, ah, kill me. Yeah, basically. <laughs> That's where I'm at these days. I had a coughing fit at one of my last events. I had to excuse myself to the restroom. I had a coughing fit at one of my tables. I know that the server in the restaurant heard me the entire time in the bathroom because I like walked out and he was very close to where the bathroom door was and he looked at me very concerned. Um, yeah. But uh, <coughs> do you want to take a minute to cough it out? <coughs> no, I'm g- <coughs> cough it out. I'm good. <laughs> Daddy! Blood Sisters is brought to you. <laughs> I had a coughing fit at one of my, uh, out, I was at one of my tables and I had to excuse myself. Uh, and one of another table, like, pushed his way through all of my coworkers because he's a nurse to come check. I told you about this, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. Uh, so he had to, he like came and checked on me because he's like, and he came back later. He's like, I'm sorry. Like, it just like, when I hear like people like distressed like that, I go into like work mode, blah, blah. And I was like, no, it's, it's totally fine. That's very sweet of you. Honestly. (laughs) Honestly, it was, it was, I didn't expect that. And I'm very appreciative of it. Yeah, Um, for sure. Because, you know, I like that. I like to know that people, like strangers, care about strangers' survival. It's very sweet. It's very nice. So anyway, Caesar, Caesar's pulling all this Caesar bullshit. fuck. Caesar, fuck off. I want him dead. Um, spoiler alert, Clara's pregnant, but mm-hmm. she got pregnant during a time when she and Marcos weren't hanging out together. Mm-hmm. So he's like, is it possible? And the doctor says, technically. I like the well, little burps that you're doing into the mic. <laughs> we're drinking a lot of Coke. <coughs> Coca-Cola. Snorting a lot of Coke. Um, <laughs> I wish we were snorting a lot of Coke. Rather than Do tr- you? I'd prefer snorting Coke to drinking Coca-Cola. I feel like it's not as bad for you. Are you so. Is that just the sound of your beard on the mic? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of ASMR <laughs> happening right now. <coughs> kill me. Please kill me. Um, okay, so what she's pregnant, but then, like, so she leaves Ms. Oh, Marcos kind of figures out what's happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Marcos, like, finds Caesar's stash. Which is just like hiding in the mattress or like under the bed under the or bed, what, yeah. whatever. Whatever. I feel like he was hiding some stuff in the uh, in the mattress. Yeah. <coughs> and um, Marcos comes in uh, to Caesar and is just like, "Hey, like, uh, there's still like a little bit of fumigation that needs to happen because Caesar fumigated Claire's apartment after it was infected after with bugs. After he infested it with bugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was that like, seems like a lot of work." Oh my god! Honestly, there were so many bugs, so many bugs that he put there that, that he now he has to get rid put of. There, yeah, but that gives him an excuse to be like alone in her place. Although I didn't, I don't think he expected her to leave. He was really adamant about her <coughs> staying. Yeah, 
<coughs> and she was just like, nah, dog, call me when you're done. Yeah. <coughs> Which I'm like, same girl. Yeah. Like, who wants to stay for that shit? Anyway. Um, and like, yeah, Caesar comes in and he's got like, Marcos has all of his shit laid out mm-hmm. that he found on on the mattress. And he's just like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. And there's a tussle. There's a bit the of a tussle. That's true. They throw down. They throw some hands. They and somebody catches some hands, and Marcos they both catch some hands. Catches some. Uh, what is it? Glass? A mirror? I, it's a shard of glass. It's In, a shard of mirror into yeah. the jugular. <coughs> God damn it! Mm-hmm. Um, and, that's uh, true. And then Caesar uh, carries him with the shard in his neck still to the bathtub. And then releases it. And then he catches and releases. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. In the bathtub. And frames it like a suicide. Like a suicide. Luckily, Caesar was wearing gloves this whole time because he was prepared to fumigate the apartment. <laughs> That's a fact. And also because he's, um, he's a, a, a psychopath? first serial killer. I don't think that's true. Do you think he's killed before this moment? Mm, no. I don't think he has. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. I think just like... <laughs> I'm sorry. No, 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 it's okay. <laughs> I'm a monster. I'm just letting you cough it out. I'm Thank letting you. you try and feel better, man. I know. It's the worst. <laughs> um, I I think that like this, this killing yes. was just a very... Lucky quote, lucky series of events for Caesar. Yeah, because like he, there was a reason for his fingerprints to be all over the apartment because he did just fumigate it. Right. He was wearing gloves when he actually killed. Correct. So it's like there was. It was just a, <laughs> a very lucky series of events for Caesar. Yeah. Not for the rest of the world because uh, Caesar needs to be dead. Yeah. Fact. Because he was the fucking worst. He was. Uh, he was an absolute schmuck. He, that's all true. <laughs> These are all true statements about Caesar. Um, but anyway, <coughs> it, it eventually cuts to, uh, <coughs> Clara. Who has a baby who now. Who has a baby. Who, how old would you say that baby was? Like a year? Less, no. Like less than a year? Le- six months or less. Okay. Um, and that baby had the floppiest neck. It did have a pretty floppy neck. It was less than six months old. Uh, that's true. Um, and she gets a a note from Caesar where he reveals everything that he did to her, Mm -hmm. um, with vivid detail because he kept a journal of it, Mm -hmm. um, and reveals that the baby is in fact his. Yes. Um... And then she tosses it into the ocean. That's not true. I, she but she should have. She didn't do that in the movie, but we like to imagine that's what happened after the credits rolled. <laughs> Honestly, like, how do you... Okay. <clears throat> I know that there are people in the world Hear who, me out. who keep babies after that Hear event. me out. Do you throw that baby in the ocean? I would... Uh, I mean, I wouldn't throw it into the ocean. But I wouldn't probably wouldn't keep it. Probably it would go up for adoption. I would I would definitely screen some families and make sure it would, it went to a family that would love and nurture it. Sure, uh, it's gonna need that. It doesn't have genetics on its side. No, no, no. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to raise that child. Sure. No, I can, knowing I what completely, I completely. I feel that for sure. Um, <laughs> I don't know that I could 
uh, raise a child that I know comes from like a person that I love. Yeah. Uh, much less uh, one that was spawned. Was uh, forced from on me. Yeah. Oh, God. God. What kind of notes do you have for this oh, fucking I, movie? I, okay. So I was so <laughs> engrossed in this movie. I did not take many notes. <laughs> Okay. I was... I feel like I took less than normal, but I have a few things. I was so invested in this movie. I said, what kind of drug deal is this about him and the little girl oh, the in little the beginning? Girl? So there's a young girl that lives across the hall from Clara. Mm-hmm. She's not like that young. She's probably like... 10. 10 to 12. Yeah. Maximum. Yeah. Um, And she sees that some shit is going on. So like she basically is blackmailing Caesar to like keep quiet. Mm-hmm. So initially it's for money. Do you remember? Oh, I said spat her yogurt all up on the counter. <laughs> yeah, she did. That's do what that. she did do. She did do that. that she was did good. do that. Um, but then eventually the money isn't enough for her and she wants an, an adult movie. A little porno. Um and, the, and which I'm like, girl, you got the internet on your side. Yeah, I don't know what years is what years is supposed to be. I don't know what year it's supposed day. to be, but it came out in 2011. <laughs> That's true. Which the internet was thriving. <laughs> Twenty eleven was the year of porn. All right. Okay. Wow. Cool. I'm <laughs> glad you feel that way. Joel's ready for this podcast to be over. I said little bit oh boob. Oh yeah, because it was like Clara. Yeah, it was Clara <laughs> getting ready for work, and it was. <laughs> she was like getting dressed and she was like pulling the bra over. And so it yeah, was like so for just, just a brief like a tit, moment of a nip, tidbit of a, boob. A tidbit. Um, this young girl is the best character. She was. And, and Caesar is trash. Caesar is trash. That's um, all a fact, right? That's true. Let's see what I got. Uh, um, she won't jump. I got to know jump that's, into that's, your arms. Uh, what's this guy's end game? Because I was unsure because. I was like, I don't know. I wasn't sure if he was like obsessed with her. So he was like in love with her. Mm-hmm. And that's why he was doing some things. That's kind of how it seemed in the beginning. Yeah, it is how it seemed. Um, and then it was revealed that like, oh no, he's just trying to make her life a fucking nightmare. <coughs> um, I have a note that says, uh, so we're going from trying to make her life miserable to murder? Like, we're just jumping straight to that? Well, I don't know that that was his intention. No, it was. Because he re- it was before the boyfriend came home. Mm-hmm. And he, I think he had intentionally, like, he had planned on killing Clara. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he had, like, a knife or some shit and was, mm-hmm. like, there was, like, rope. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, going to, like, tie her up and, like, fucking murder her. But then the boyfriend right. came home and that ruined everything. <laughs> That ruined all his plans. Ruined all his plans. Yeah, that's true. And then he had to land on them while they were going <coughs> to Bang City. That's true. That happened. That did happen. Um, yeah. Uh, this man doesn't seem to understand that sorrow only brings more sorrow. Yeah. Uh, misery loves company. Mm-hmm. Has he never heard that phrase? It's true. Um, I, I don't know if you'll find this relatable. I said, don't you just hate when you spill all your chloroform on your face? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's happened to me a couple times. It's kind of. And it's a really a, a real menace because it, it's like, first of all, chloroform's expensive. It's expensive and you just waste it on yourself. It's hard to come yourself. by and then you spilled it on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like. I have work in six hours. 
Like this isn't even the right time to chloroform myself. I'm going to be late. (laughs) I better call them now. I need, like you need to be able to have a full night of sleep before you chloroform yourself. It's true. (laughs) I feel like this episode's going to need so much editing. Just edit around (laughs) the the coughs. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Oh no. Since we're all coughing. I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. Danny, um, kill me. Uh, that I one really s- got Okay, me. like, so when Caesar's trying to get out of their apartment mm-hmm. in the morning, and then uh, Marco sees him, like, run past, like, the doorway, and he's, yeah. like, chasing after him, and then he's, like, saying, like, oh, I was, like, I needed to get my bag. It had What's-Her-Face's keys. And um, I was like, they're buying this shit? Right. I don't think they were, although Clara kind of was. I think Clara was, but I think I think <coughs> that's what kind boy. Of sparked Marcos to be like, I don't trust this fuck. This Rightfully so. schmuck. Marcos was all right. You know what word I love? Schmuck. schmuck. I know you've said it a couple times this episode already. Me too. There's a... Me too. <laughs> yeah. No, I I love it. Uh, there's a lot of room for like build up. Yeah, and it's like you fucking schmuck. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's a good. I word. like how you said "me too" to something that wasn't a "me too" <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, mood, big mood, big mood. I'm. Gonna, I don't know how to communicate with other humans. I'm literally dying right now. Yeah, we should get through this then. <laughs> I need to take some NyQuil and just pass the fuck out forever. Yeah, you got some more notes? Uh, Do you work tomorrow? No. No. I'm going to take a fuckload of melatonin. I only have one more note. Mm -hmm. It says, I've seen your Twitter profile. (laughs) So that's when Caesar, at a certain point, is like threatening. What's the little girl who lives across the hall? I don't remember her name, but I can find out really quick. You keep talking. Yeah, I don't remember her name either, but there's like a point where... Basically, she's been, like, blackmailing him this whole time. <coughs> hey, Danny, what's up? She's not going to talk. Um, She's on the mic right now, but she's not talking. Uh, was it Ursula? Was that her name? I don't know. There's no... <coughs> I'm going to Google it. There's no photo on that IMDb page for that actor. Mm. So I don't know. Hold on. Could have been. I feel like I recognize this girl, though. Me too. She does. She does look familiar. I can't type. Anyway, so there's a point where like Caesar breaks into her place and is like threatening her against telling mm-hmm. about all the shit that he's been because she had left into. a sign that said "I saw you," <coughs> which was right after he killed. <coughs> I'm sorry. No, 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 it's okay. You're okay. Um, it was right after uh, he ki- he killed uh, what's her name? Marcos. What's his name? Yeah, Marcos. I did recognize her too. Her name is Iris Alm- Almeida. She played Ursula. Mm. Let's see what else she's been in. Danny. Danny. She's only been in Sleep Tight. 
Whoa, she looked so familiar. She looks she looks so much like somebody else, and I can't, I could not place it. Um, all right. What else do you what do you have to say about this movie? This movie made me feel disgusting. So Yeah. There's a number of movies uh that <laughs> made me feel this way. That not necessarily all of them I would rewatch. Yeah. Um the movie Final Girl made me feel this way with Abigail Breslin. <coughs> um, and that was that was just in like the way it was filmed. It was filmed in a way that made you feel very uncomfortable. Right. Whereas like this one was just like the subject matter. Yeah. Was just like it's 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 subject matter that um I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> I'll join you. <laughs> uh it's a subject matter that is not touched on very often in movies and shit which is why it makes me feel very uncomfortable is because it's such a like a touchy subject yeah and it's not very often pick like portrayed in media yeah um but is very important to be portrayed because we need to talk about this th- kind of shit yeah um so it, yeah it made me feel very uncomfortable just yeah it made me feel gross it made me but it was so interesting yeah. Like it was well produced. It was very well put together. It was well written. All of the characters were very like dynamic. Yeah. Um You're talking about sleep tight right now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I liked it. I probably would never watch it again, but I I I probably would never watch it again myself, but I would recommend it to people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I- curious like what you guys think in terms of like who are the people making these types of films? Mm-hmm. Like, what is the the goal? Yeah. You know, because like in this movie, we have like a character who like the perspective is from his perspective. Mm-hmm. And like I even mentioned it when we were watching it where like there was tense music when like this dude who was the worst dude yeah. Yeah. was going to be found out by, when, by, 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 by the, Clara. By Clara. The good, the, <laughs> by all intents and purposes like the the good guy the good guy yeah. yeah there was tense music when he was gonna be found out by her so it was just like okay we're on his side yeah we're on his perspective like from this for movie. the movie we're on yeah. and um it makes me think actually like <laughs> this is weird to say but just like <laughs> I'm sorry stop apologizing girl I just hate myself <laughs> no you're fine so there's like another movie that I didn't see, but was described to me. Do you guys remember like that movie, like The Gift, that came out like mm-hmm. fairly recently mm-hmm. with uh, Jason Bateman? Yeah, yeah. I didn't watch it either. I don't I, know what it's I about. I didn't see it either. So like, Alexander saw it, and then he like described the plot to me, and basically it's like Jason Bateman's character, like the other guy in the movie. I forget. Is it like Joel Edgerton or like mm, who's maybe the actor? I can find out real quick. Keep talking. Um. So the other guy in the movie, Jason Bateman, like as a, as it was described to me, this is the plot. Mm -hmm. Basically like Jason Bateman, it's like later in life, he's like married to this woman, Mm -hmm. yada, yada. They're having a good time. Mm -hmm. Um, Joel Edgerton. Joel Edgerton, this character comes back into their life. He's like a weird guy. Mm -hmm. And Jason Bateman's character knows him from like childhood. Mm -hmm. And I guess like Jason Bateman, like the secret of the movie is that like Jason Bateman's character with some other characters were like, 
pieces of shit to Joel Edgerton when they were young. Yeah. So much so that they like, I don't know. I forget what it was exactly, but like some form of just like torment and torture and sure. whatever else to the point where he's holding this grudge. Right. And then the whole crux of the movie is basically that like... Ellie crux. Um, Ellie Crows. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. And so <laughs> Joel, uh, so Jason Bateman and his wife like mm-hmm. get pregnant and like things are going well and whatnot all the while like they're getting like they're being reintroduced to this guy mm-hmm. weird little things are happening and the shit is showing up on their doorstep and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden so she's pregnant and like and then Jason Bateman gets like this tape from Joel Edgerton's character and it's basically this tape where it's like it's the outside of their house, and then it's like the inside of their house, and then yeah. it's like the wife, and then it's the wife, like I don't know, I forget what exactly, but probably like being chloroformed and whatever else. And the tape ends before anything ah. conclusive happens. Oh, but it's sort <laughs> oh, of boy. the implication is just like, well, here you go. Now you don't know whether like your kid is your kid or not, or mm-hmm. I raped your wife, and yada yada yada. Yeah. By the way, this is Joel Edgerton's directorial debut. Oh, boy. Going from actor to director. And I'm kind of just like, what is... And I'm like asking you guys, like, what do you you think the impetus for these movies being made are? Is there something... (laughs) They feel very gross to watch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um... Here's what but I like, think. And, and, and it, okay. is, is there something, is there, like, I, I have a. <laughs> I, <laughs> I write, I write, like, songs. Um, yeah. And I have, like, this lyric that's, like, <laughs> that's in, like, this, like, new. That was damn near straight into the mic. Sorry. That's fine. Um, <laughs> I have a, We're going to edit all these coughs <laughs> out, right? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Do we need like cough drops really quick just to like maybe chill this out? Okay, yeah. you, you keep talking. I'm listening. I, I do I'm have go like some cough drops. I do have a thought. I do have some thoughts to contribute. Me, me too. But keep talking. I can still hear you. Um. Okay. I'm back. Anyway, so uh, just for context, I'm not whatever. Just for context for the podcast listeners, I yeah. uh, I like I write songs. Yada yada. Mm-hmm. I have this one lyric that's that's like um. Somebody hates you. They're mm-hmm. praying you drown. Danny, stop. Mm-hmm. Weighing you down. Like, that's the lyric. And basically, like, it's this thing. A lot of the stuff when, when like, the sexual assault, like, Hollywood stuff was, like, coming out mm-hmm. in sort of, like, back-to-back revelations. Right. I was having a lot of feelings. And I think there's this thing, like, for me where it's just, like, she was chewing on my wire, sorry. Yeah, people, she's being honest. People are very quick to <coughs> to to switch to the positivity train to 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 say like, you know, like we need to be here for each other and yeah. like and all that stuff is good, but I think like there's part of me for like a healing sense to sort of acknowledge this aspect where it's just like no, there are people who like genuinely have hurt people mm-hmm. and like 
and have been terrible to people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like that needs to be acknowledged and felt in a really strong way. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing I can think of when when I think of these movies. Here's something. Okay. Here's what I'm thinking about this whole thing. So you're talking about like this type of film in Mm -hmm. particular, which there's like a lot of examples of like these sort of like rapey, violating women type movies. Mm -hmm. Um, Sleep Tight being one example. uh, The Gift being an example. I'm sure there's a number. There's millions of examples. Um, (laughs) um, But I feel like there's different variations of it. Like, okay, so Sleep Tight and The Gift, I feel like fall into the same category where it's still from a male perspective. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Even though we're violating a woman. Mm -hmm. And I think part of that is like, there's a couple different elements to it. One is that we're like... We're in America. We're in a patriarchal society Mm -hmm. that is dictated by these values where, like, when a man and a woman get married, a woman becomes a man's property. And Mm -hmm. I know, like, a lot of people, like, like poo-poo that idea when I... I've had a lot of people in my life just sort of, like, just, like, brush that idea off. Like, we, well, we don't live in those times anymore. But, like, we do. do Because you Mm -hmm. still, like, take a man's last name. You still, like, sort of push off who you were before to become a part of this person. Like you were a miss and now you are a, a missus misses. because it matters to society whether or not you were owned by a man or not. Mm-hmm. Whereas like a man is Mr. no matter whether he's married or widowed or single or whatever. It yeah. doesn't matter. Um, so there's like that. There's like the pa- patriarchal society kind of thing. And then also like Hollywood is a male-dominated industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially like a white, cis male dominated industry correct (laughs) so I think it like makes sense to see this white straight male director's directorial debut be this sort of like torture porn violating a woman but seeing it from a man's perspective and seeing it from the perspective of like if if what I understand of like the gift is correct. You're seeing it from the perspective of like the violator, which is like Joel Egerton's character. And the person that he's violating is Jason Bateman, even though he is like directly violated his wife. You know yeah. what I mean? But he's like soiled his wife's like his his wife's purity, his wife's innocence toward him or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like that's like a value toward him. Like, never mind how she feels about it. Yeah. Never mind the fact that it's like her body it's her desecrated. Body like that you've was like, violated without her consent. Exactly. Which yeah. is like similarly in sleep tight, although I do think you see you even though we're seeing it from Caesar's perspective, you do also kind of get some of Clara's perspective, but it's definitely predominantly Caesar's perspective of it. 100 percent Um Whereas, like, we Joel and I were just watching a movie called MFA, which is basically, like, um, a girl um, in college. Um, she is raped, but then she goes on to kill her, uh, the person who violated her, Attacker, and then yeah. goes on to uh, kill other guys who have, like, uh, raped other women Dude, within her college. there is a... Uh, but it's from her perspective. Yeah, yeah. There's a series on MTV. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember what it was called. I only watched the first episode of it, but I want to get back into it. It was called, 
I think it was called <laughs> Pretty Vicious. Yeah. And it's about a girl who uh, they're both. It's about it centers around like two girls. I don't remember either of their names. I because I only watched the first episode. Yeah. But um, one of them is a part of a sorority, mm-hmm. and basically she goes out mm-hmm. and provides vigilante justice yeah. against guys who have been accused of sexual assault, but nothing like the case was dropped. Yeah. Like nothing was ever. And so she goes out and basically beats the shit out of them. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, if you ever do this again to anybody, I'll <laughs> fucking kill you. Yeah. And it was like, that. Like, I feel like MFA is like the more <laughs> severe version of that where it's like, she <laughs> accidentally kills her attacker. Mm. But then goes on to kind of like find the attackers of other people um, within this college mm-hmm. and vigilante justice kills them. I like that. That's also, okay. That's like one of the only like uh, vigilante justice torture porn type things where I'm like, that I'm, like, I'm like down for. for it because I'm <laughs> like, this actually reminds me earlier today I was having just like an innocuous conversation with somebody on Facebook chat. Mm-hmm. And it was about actually my allergies. And I was like, I'm down to try just about anything. And they were like, are you down to try uh, the forced sterilization of repeat sex offenders? And I was like, I'm open to it. Yeah. Yeah, sure I am. (laughs) And they were like, that escalated quickly. (laughs) You know know who you are. You know who you are. You you probably listen to this. Um, yeah, so that's it's like that's another subplot of okay, so I have a huge problem with the Twilight franchise in just the mm-hmm. sense that like we've got all of these interesting side characters and we choose to focus on like the most boring characters in the right. series. Um but Rosalie Dude, who, one of my favorite actors like is in fucking Twilight, Noel Fisher. Do you know what character? I don't. He's a vampire. It's probably in like a later, like a break. maybe, but he's also in Shameless. He's like my favorite character in Shameless. That's cool. Um, he plays I'll, Mickey in Shameless. I'll look into who he plays in in Twilight later. Is but he like, really in Twilight? He is really in Twilight. Oh, wow. Should I should I look this up really quick to see yeah. who he plays? Yeah, I guess. yeah. All right, hold on. <laughs> he plays my favorite character in Shameless because he's like. I feel like he has, like, one of the biggest transformations. He's not one of the primary characters. He's, like, a secondary character. Mm-hmm. But he's, like, a love interest. <clears throat> and basically... He was also in the uh, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I do. I knew that about him. <clears throat> he was Michelangelo. But basically, like, his character arc is, like, he uh, is gay, but he's also, like, from a very, like, abusive family. Mm. And that's, like, not okay. So he's very, like aggressively like push like suppressing that and like pushing that down even though he also has uh, a a boyfriend Mm -hmm. throughout most of the series and it's just like seeing multiple um seasons of the transformation of him like becoming okay with that and it's like it's really cool he's my favorite I love him he's such a piece of shit but also like so awesome yeah <laughs> yeah, he's he's only in Breaking Down Part 2, which is when they're getting a bunch of vampires together to f- start an army. Yeah, I've seen an image mm-hmm. of him in it. I recognize him, mm-hmm. um, for sure. But anyway, yeah, he's in um, Shameless. I highly recommend Shameless. I need to watch it. But there's The American a, Shameless. I haven't seen the British one. There's a... Uh, <coughs> like... Again, all of the other su- like sub characters have mm-hmm. much more interesting yeah. stories than Bella. Did you have 
more to talk about regarding like what we were kind of talking, you were talking about like the gift and like how movies like that even can get made. <laughs> I felt like you had something to say and then I kind of like, like bogarted the conversation. No, it's fine. Uh, Twilight. Mm-hmm. Um, Rosalie, mm-hmm. her character, uh, the, the way that she dies mm-hmm. is her fiance, um, and a group of friends, uh, find her in the middle of the street walking home, uh, and her fiance was just like, oh, like, show them fucking whatever, and she doesn't want to, so they attack her, um, in, excuse in me. an alley, um, and do terrible things to her. Right. They, when they attack her, they basically smash her head, the back of her head open. Fuck. And they leave her to bleed out on the streets. Yeah. Um, where uh, Carlisle and Esme find her. Mm-hmm. I believe it was those two. Um, and turn her. <clears throat> uh, and once she is turned, she goes and hunts, she actually, she hunts down all of her ex-fiance's friends first. Right. So that he knows that she's coming for her. Yeah. Coming for him. That's, that's good. And, uh, it's, there's a whole joke about how, like, she had a <laughs> flair for, fe- uh, for theatrics back then. So when she, like, busts into his apartment, she's in a wedding dress. Oh, my God. But she, she goes and just murders all of her attackers, which I'm like, that's yeah. so, that's. Get them, girl. That's so much more of an interesting story than anything in Twilight. Yeah, for sure. I have very strong feelings about Twilight in the sense that, like, we focus on the most boring characters in the the Twilight franchise. Anyway. um, (laughs) That's true. But yeah, no, it uh, is fucked. Yeah. It's fucked. I feel like it's, like, all a product of, like, our society. I feel like... We're just sort of on the the cusp of like turning into seeing like different versions of mm-hmm. this type of story. Like with seeing stuff like, um, I mean, like even like girl with the dragon tattoo type stuff, mm-hmm. where it's just like not taking this shit anymore, kind mm-hmm. of. But I don't know. It's been like over a century of film media from like a male perspective for the most part. Yeah. What's up? What do you got going on over there? I don't know. It's just like I'm I'm curious to like de- I don't know, not that we have to push it, but just like go to, ahead. to delve further and just be like <laughs> I don't know. It's like I don't think either Sleep Tight or The Gift or whatever movies that are in this sort of like ilk mm-hmm. are necessarily just like this is good. Clearly no, they, no, they, no. They, they they paint it with a distressing no, I'm not, brush. I don't think I'm I don't think any of us are saying that it's like, this is good. It's that what I was saying was that like, it's like it is painting it as negative, but it's the trauma is still from a negative or from a male perspective, (laughs) which I don't even understand how a male can get into that enough to finish like the movie. Like even like in sleep tight, it's like, like or just any Caesar, of the crew members like Caesar violated Clara but Marcos is the one that's doing something about it. Mm-hmm. Marcos is the one that's furious about it that it's like showing that's like paying the price for it. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? He figured it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cuz Clara didn't even know. She mm-hmm. didn't know till up the, until till the, the letter. Mm-hmm. Which is like I don't that, know, do you think that in itself fucks with me so much more because like 
the thought that like somebody was sneaking into your apartment mm-hmm. and fucking with your shit and v- climbing into your bed and violating you in such a way without you even fucking knowing yeah. it makes me like physically sick. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Ah, Danny. Hey, well, that's what's like, up, girl? That's exactly why I'm like I I I feel the same way where I'm just like physically sick. I'm like, how did they stomach making these movies? Is it yeah. just is it just it, to get like the topic, like people talking about? Yeah, is how it, fucked is this it is? literally like? Oh, I think this is fucked too, and I think this needs to be talked about. And like, the only way I can think <laughs> to do that is like shoving it in people's face in the most horrendous way I can think of doing it. Which, yeah, which, I don't like, know. I feel like anything. That's okay, all I can think of to like be on their side. Yeah, and then yeah. past that, I'm just like, I don't fuck. I I couldn't do it. Yeah. I feel like it's yeah, hard yeah, to yeah, understand no, because I totally I, agree. Because I feel like, okay, I, I've i worked on some stuff that's, like, heavy subject matter. Like, thinking about, like, apple seeds. Like, that's really sure, yeah. heavy subject matter. But it's also from the victim's perspective. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So it's like... So it's like there's more understanding within, like, the cast and the crew that it's like, yeah, the purpose of this is to, like, spread the awareness <laughs> of this and to, like, get this <coughs> message out there. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. No, it it's fucked. It was a fucked movie. That's exactly why I'm kind of like uh like I would never watch it again. I don't know that I would want to subject somebody else to it. Yeah, I wouldn't even I know what you mean about like it was well done in the sense of like it was well shot, it was well conceived. Yes. All of the story elements worked. I still wouldn't <laughs> recommend it to someone necessarily unless yeah. I mean, unless I they're know. searching for like really fucked up like subject sure, matter. And I was just like, oh, I got a movie for you. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like, yeah, like sometimes people are on the lookout for like movies with like really heavy and some people subject can, matter. I don't know. It seems like some people can stomach yeah. that and some people can't. And I'm sort of know. like more in the camp of I can't. Yeah, yeah. With like, I don't know. With this particular type of thing genre with yeah. like yeah I, I, I know that it's not the same with like everybody obviously this the like the reasons that I can't watch it don't like, apply I can see to like, someone's face you. melt off and as long as like it looks like practical effecty enough I'm like <laughs> oh yeah that's funny yeah. and like weird and yeah. crazy yeah. 80s effects no I feel and, like yeah stuff like this like, is yeah. like a little bit harder yeah more difficult it's, it, okay so, like yeah we were talking about how like after we were, we watched this movie, we talked about how, like, this is the kind of movie that really fucks with me. Mm-hmm. Because, like, it's like this, and, like, I I compared it to, but it's not really comparative to it all, but, like, The Strangers. Yeah. In, like, the sense that, like, these are just fucking crazy people. And there's no reason You can't reason for it. with that. Yeah. These are just people <coughs> that are absolutely insane in their own thought patterns. This is a reasonable course of action. Yeah. And you can't, you can't reason with that. Yeah. Um, I mean, and that's why it fucks with me because I mean, like in that same vein, that's why certain things that are still like supernatural kind of fuck with me. Cause it's just like, there's no particular reason why it would hit you and not somebody else. Like something like the ring. I'm like, you just had to see a a video. Yeah. The end. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) But like, 
But like, yeah, this is more like these are real people. This is a real life thing. These are all things. This, that these are things that really happen. could happen and do happen. Um, yeah, yeah, constantly. Yeah, it's yeah. it's fucked. Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel good about this movie. Um, I think you guys can understand. We like read the synopsis after, and it was just like, oh, the, con- the concierge of a building basically like fucks with people in various ways. Yeah, let me find. <laughs> and I was like, on upon just reading a synopsis, I was like looking at various lists of like Spanish horror that were standalone movies that like were considered very good or like very scary. And this and was. It- among the top, usually. It, I mean, it it <laughs> did f- make me feel scared. I was <laughs> yeah. very scared. But for a very different reason than most <laughs> horror movies make me feel scared. Yeah. yeah, it was definitely a lot more like psychological real world shit. Yeah, which I feel like... I feel like I've no, there's not a lot of movies or like a lot of horror movies that like feed off of that of yeah. like the real world shit that's happening in the world kind of scary stuff where it's like yeah. most of the time it's like oh like fucking paranormal ghost whatever aliens ah. mm-hmm. um, like various monsters demons we're fucking with the <laughs> occult uh-huh yeah. vampires uh, like yeah whereas like yeah no this just feeds off of like what's already going on that's in the a world lo- that's why I like a lot of like serial killer stuff yeah cause it's like that's like legit real world stuff yeah. No, yeah. it was a... I mean, that's why we're going to get into this with Veronica, but, like, that's why, like, stuff that's, like, based on true events for some reason is always scarier. Always scarier. No matter what happens in it, it's automatically scarier if it's, like, based on true events. Yeah, which I looked into that, by the way. I mean... <laughs> yeah? I'll, yeah. I'll, for Veronica? Yeah, I'll pull that up. Oh, also. shit. Um, does uh, Sleep Tight Pass the Bechdel's test? Uh, I said... I, I couldn't find anything about it, but I doubt it. I said, nah, I don't think so. Because I can only think of like two named females. and I can think of three. three. Ursula, Clara, Ursula. and Veronica. Clara and Veronica, yeah. Um, and and I, don't they think, ever talk I don't think to they each ever other? talk to each other. I feel like Veronica and Clara like pass each other briefly, but like, <laughs> like don't really have a conversation. Yeah. Do you want Joel notes? You want to bring up Joel notes? I can bring up Joel notes. We don't have a lot of notes for Sleep Tight. Yeah. Which, same. I was too enveloped in this movie. Yeah. yeah. To take a lot of a, a lot of notes. Same. I don't know. I don't know if that also has to has to do with, like, the fact that it's not in English, so I have to be paying extra attention. Yeah. Because mm. with the eyes on the screen. Um, but anyway, uh, first note is uh, the, the elevator is kind of beautiful. This apartment, I, yes. like the entire building was beautiful. The whole building was super beautiful. The elevator was gorgeous. It was like a like an old school, like they had like the the wire thing that uh, yeah. Caesar had to open. And there open. was just so much like detail in the wood <clears throat> and like. Claire's apartment was <laughs> fucking huge. Oh, and it was gorgeous. It was like an entire floor. I know. It, it was, was huge. So nice. It was beautiful. Yeah, I feel like, I feel, there it seemed <laughs> like there were only like two apartments on any floor. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. Because there was like one, she was across the hall from Ursula. Yeah. And then, and like who else was even on that floor? Who knows? I, yeah, no, it didn't seem like, anyway. It didn't seem like there were a ton of people in that building. Yeah. Uh, it has a fairly even naturalistic tone it's starting with. hmm It's like, 
I liked the way it kind of like really devolved with Caesar's character. Mm-hmm. How like it started because it opened with Caesar uh, waking up next to Clara. Yeah. And he like wakes up and gets ready for work and whatever. And then uh, Clara comes down and is like talking to him and is like flirty and she's like, oh, like my pipes are fucking not working, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, oh, like that doesn't seem like somebody who like is in a relationship with somebody else. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, she doesn't know that oh, he's been sleeping next to her. She doesn't know they're in a relationship. Uh, oh. And it, like, yeah, like it. <coughs> God, I liked, I liked the de-evolution of his character. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's the, like, you made a comment while we were really watching. really unravels pretty quickly, About how, honestly. like, <laughs> this guy seems less good by the minute. Yeah. And then, like, more and more, like, his boss is just like, you're fucking up. And you're like, give Caesar a break for a second. Yeah. And then you're like. Oh, don't. And then he's like, okay, you lasted three months at this job, one month at this job. Like, you're not about to last very long at this job. And you're like, um, excuse me, what? Mm-hmm. Hi, Hello? what? Um, anybody else did his boss look like an old Spanish Tim Curry? Yes! Oh my God. Okay. It wasn't just me. No. <laughs> he had Tim Curry's eyes. He did. Yeah. He did. I did think that. Okay. I did All right. think that. I'm glad that I just, I thought maybe I was being like wacky for no. that one. All right. Cool. I did think that. All right. Absolutely. Cool. Uh, life is hard enough without people personally sabotaging you. Yeah. That's a fact. That's true. Unless, what if? What if? What if we're actually being personally? That's sabotaged? what I was about to say. What if, like, as it turns out, we're just being sabotaged? That would answer a lot of what stuff. What if we for don't me. actually have allergies? I like wake up one like day and like, I'm like clear headed, and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> I can't handle the world. Yeah, yeah. And I like, don't have <laughs> like, like all my anxiety is gone. My depression is cleared up. Oh, I, like this cough is cleared up. I my don't feel like acne I'm, isn't an issue anymore. Don't feel like I'm drunk all the time. Right. I answer more things than it. <laughs> Could you imagine if like you woke up and found out like. Oh no, you don't you actually don't have any mental illnesses. Like somebody's just been fucking with you this whole time. Dude. It'd be a relief. It'd be Well, also terrifying. Also, like, how would you even respond? How would you even function as a normal human? I'd probably kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'd be pretty productive for a few days. Mm-hmm. And then I'd uh, find <laughs> and out then that I'd I, kill myself and then find out that I'd actually did have a lot of mental illnesses and they were just different ones <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> I actually have borderline personality disorder oh or something like that BPD BPD the last note for uh, sleep tight is just gross yeah I think we can all relate to that yeah no it was fucked <laughs> I didn't like this one. All right, quickly so to Veronica. It's it, this Veronica came going out so at, long. Oh god damn it, Veronica! No, it's not. Once you cut out all the coughing. Oh yeah, once the coughing's done, it'll be like thirty minutes. Um. <laughs> so Veronica came out in 2017. Mm-hmm. We saw it for the first time like a month or so ago. Maybe like not even. Yeah, a month ago, and we were like, damn. Yeah, it was getting a lot of hype on Facebook, and so we watched it, yeah. and it was. A good. movie. It was pretty good. It was good. And it was actually kind of like the inspiration for I wish I wouldn't have this. read the hype. Me too. Because um, it kind of ruined it. Yeah. It was good. It was just not as good as the hype made it out to be. Yeah. Um, but also it was very good. 
it was what inspired this episode. Yeah. Um, well, that and Cali Mochos because they're also. delicious. Hi, the cat's up on my shelf. She keeps trying to jump on the top of my shelf and I keep knocking her down because I'm like, <laughs> bitch, there's too much shit up, important shit up here. Yeah, at least take that paint off of there so she doesn't knock that over. Yeah, take her down. <laughs> take her down a couple notches. Ah, Mama, Mama eats the baba. That's what's going on. Meow, 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 meow. Oh my god! How she's she's so just like cute. laying her head on Joel's shoulder. Yeah, that's good. All right, Veronica. She's so good. Okay, the screaming cut in the very beginning. I love the transitions from sleeping Veronica to awake Veronica. Yeah, because there's that the scream cut. Then there's also later in the film, uh, after the period dream. Yes. She is laying in bed. She pulls the blanket off her bed and suddenly, like, the camera shifts and she's standing up there's and walking out. Of, there's a lot of good camera movement in yeah. this in general. The, the um, cinematography was really good in this movie. <laughs> I do have a note about the period thing. I said, we all know that fucking up the sheets with your period game. <laughs> We've all true. been there. Some of us more recently than others. <laughs> I haven't had a period in almost three years. Hey, that's not good for you. You know that, right? Uh, shout out to my birth control. When you get off that birth control, it's s- gonna be a f- the floodgates dude. are gonna open. I'm gonna bleed for a year straight. A friend of mine told me that she had like um, I think it was like an IUD. It was some type of thing that made her not have a period for like a year or two, and she mm-hmm. said she got it removed, and then she had like a two and a half month period. I'll just kill myself. That's fine. That's what's going to happen to you. You're just going to have like a 12-year period. (laughs) (laughs) The next decade of your life is going to be period. It was only three years. Well, it doesn't matter. Too too bad. So sad. Anyway. That's fine. If I could just bleed for a year straight and then never bleed again. Yeah, that'd be kind of nice. That'd be kind of nice. Some of us are about to be 30 years old and we ruin everything with our period. (laughs) I also think my body's changing. I mean, yeah. And it's getting everywhere. (laughs) And it's really a mess. (laughs) Um, Anyway, the screaming cut. Yeah, so like... (laughs) It's almost 1.30 in the morning. Sorry, that's my... I'm sorry, new neighbors. (laughs) If this is our first night in the apartment. If you're listening, and we're us, fucking screaming. I'm sorry, we're not always this much what of a menace. We, what if we become friends with them and then we make them listen to this episode where we talk about them all the time? If we become friends with them, I feel like we need to make them listen to this episode so they just understand. Yeah, that's true. I'm sorry, we're a menace. Also, I'm on a fuck ton of cough drops and red wine. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> anyway, okay. Okay, so it's based on true events. You said you looked into that. Yeah, okay, let me find my phone. So Hold the on. basic synopsis of Veronica, if you haven't seen it, which, like, what are you doing with your life if you haven't seen it? But basically, it's like this teenage girl. It's 1991, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. She's <laughs> she's the mom of the house. Mm-hmm. She's taking care of her three younger siblings. She's got... What are you looking for? My phone! I, She's got three younger siblings, Lucia. You're pain in the ass. Yeah. Antonito. Antonito. And. Antonito. Uh, Antonito. Antonito. Little Antonio. Yeah, little Antonio. He's so cute. Oh my God. I do have a note. Uh, the little bro with the glasses. He's got like <laughs> these Coke bottle glasses yeah. that make his. Irene like, is the other sister. Irene? Irene. That doesn't sound familiar. She's like the least. Uh, shown. Oh, she's sibling. the one that's in the shower. 
I think so, yeah. She has Irene take a shower first. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so she's got these three younger siblings, and she's the one taking care of them because their mom's like a single mom, like working hell ha- ha- late and shit. Yeah. So their mom sleeps while they're getting ready for school, and then their mom is working while they're home from school. So they basically never see their mom. Yeah. And one day there's an eclipse, and the her- sun was black. Yeah. That's pretty much what happened. And then her their her friends want to do like a little seance with like a Ouija board. Yeah. And so with Rosa and Diana. R- Rosa and Di- Diana. 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 That's Diana. how she says it, right? I love like Spain Spanish. Me too. Dude. I love it. Me too. Um yeah. Because this happened in Madrid. Mm-hmm. In 1991. 91. June. No? July. July. Wait, why are they in school? Year-round school? Year-round school, probably. But it's like a religious school. Fuck if I don't do it. Anyway. Um, they do a seance. Mm-hmm. Uh, they try and talk to Veronica's dad. For Veronica gets possessed AF. Mm-hmm. Sure does. Um... And shit hits the fan. And shit hits the fan. The nun, the blind nun, Sister Death, can see her into her soul. Mm-hmm. I've got a lot of notes regarding a lot of these things. I said it's always um, a bad time for a seance, but especially during an eclipse in a cellar. Yeah. I have a note that says. <laughs> can you uh, think of a worse time for a seance? No. During a full moon? Maybe during a full moon, yeah. Mm. Like on like winter solstice. On Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Uh, I have a note that says, uh, yo, I've said it once and I'll say it again. Don't fuck with Ouija boards. So they're fucking with a Ouija board, but it's not like a Ouija board. It's like a Spanish ass Ouija board. Which is a Ouija board for them. <laughs> sure. A Ouija it's like, board. It's like different than ones I've seen before. A Quidja board. Um, That's because it's the Spanish alphabet. Okay. But the Spanish alphabet is pretty similar to the American alphabet. It's just got five more letters. A, B, C, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, N, O, P, Q, R, R, S, T, U, B, W, X, Y, Z, Y, Z. I don't remember the Spanish alphabet. I clearly do. Clearly. But I remember the lyrics to La Cucaracha. Yeah. Yeah, no puede caminar. Por que no tiene? Por que le falta? Una pata paranga. Pancho Villa sin camisa. I always remember Pancho Villa without a shirt. <laughs> it's true. Where did Joel go? <laughs> Nobody has any idea where Joel went. <laughs> he went in the direction of my room and I'm terrified. I said, what is what was Veronica saying? And then later I wrote, she gon' die. Oh, fuck. Y'all remember that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Veronica, get, Veronica gets, Vero, um, gets possessed as fuck. Vero, yeah. Um, but it's like Vero because Vero. V is bees yeah. in Spanish. Vero. Yeah, Vero. Um, gets possessed AF. And she's like saying something while she's possessed in Rosa. 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 Here's her. Rosa. Here's what she's saying, but she doesn't tell her until later on in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But then, like, all kinds of weird-ass shit keeps happening. Yeah, that's true. That's pretty much the synopsis of this film. Uh, the Nightmare with the Arms. The, like, the biting? Oh, no, 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 with a full frontal dad. Yeah, the first, like, the earlier full, one. It's, that's the spinoff for Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> or Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, Full Frontal Dad. <laughs> <laughs> She's so cute. I love her so much. Slit my throat. Anyway, what about the what about the dream? It's just fucked. It is fucked. It's just creepy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a note that I I like the little sister repeating things in English for emphasis. Mm-hmm. Like she, they were talking about like the the eclipse and about like how the whole sun was dark and she goes the sun was black. <laughs> oh yeah 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 yeah. And then they're talking about <laughs> Sister Death later in that scene. And she's about how, like, blind. She's blind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what you're making references to, but I like it. Yeah, she was repeating a lot of stuff in English. I really liked it a lot. Speaking thought- of Sister Death, I said this blind nun has seen some shit. That's true. Sure yeah, has. Because she's blind. Because she's blind. But um, she's still seen some shit. Um, there was the reflection of the demon Magoo. Ma- Ganoush. I'm trying to remember. In the TV. Demon Ganoush. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Demon Ganoush. <laughs> Baba Ganoush. Yeah. Um, there was, a, I was watching a a playthrough of Outlast. Yeah. Um, years ago. And, uh, you're, you and know, now you're playing it. I know. Very slowly. Very slowly. The really big guy that rips people's heads off. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't ever like learn that guy's name. He just all constantly referred to him as Fatty McFat Fat Ganoush. <laughs> That's pretty much <laughs> it. That's pretty much the whole thing. Which was a good name for him. Um, I don't know if you can relate to this. It says this mom sucks. Yeah, that's true. Cause like, okay. <laughs> Whatever, I get it. You're a single mom. You got to work all the time. But then on top of that, she's like hella not sympathetic to like her children. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I have a note that the layout of this apartment is nuts because like there's a scene where uh, Veronica has the like one of the walkie talkies that the twins mm-hmm. has. Mm-hmm. Um, and is like they're like whispering over it and he she can like see the fucking... Uh, she can see the Simon Says stuff from the window from the the laundry room. Mm -hmm. But she can see into the window of the girl's bedroom. Yeah. But they're not in an apartment building. Yeah. So that means like this apartment is like a U-shape. Yeah. It was confusing to me kind of because there's also the part where she's in the laundry room where she's watching. The girl that she's in love with. Yeah. Yeah. Like singing. It's a very confusing layout. I'm uncertain oh but anyway the thing about the reflection of the uh, the demon in the tv uh all i had to say about that was that was some signs shit yeah we did watch signs again recently we did um and that was very reminiscent of that anyway rosa's a crap friend rosa is a shit friend that seems to be a theme with this episode shitty, shitty friends. friends shitty friends um get better friends y'all yeah Another thing Delete that I... Delete Toxic People 2018. Another thing I wanted to say was like a theme with this episode was shitty mothers. It's true. It was a shitty mom. Yeah. It was a shitty mom. Or like mom. 
especially like mother child relationships. Yeah, it was not a good one. <coughs> yeah. Um um I have a note about the the period dream. Okay. Um because I noticed when I was rewatching it this time, my hands are so warm right now. Um, when I was rewatching it this time, and I don't know if it was just because I had headphones on, um, but when the twins come into the room, they sound like they're coming through a radio. Like oh. their, their voice sounds muffled. It doesn't sound like they're there in person up until right before they bite her. Oh. Yeah. It's, it sounds, and I don't, again, I don't know if it was maybe like my headphones being weird That's or weird. if that was an intentional choice. I mean, maybe because there's all the like radio shit. Yeah. And also like to kind of like implicate that this isn't real. Mm-hmm. Right. That dream was nuts. Um, In regard to, okay, so you know, like whatever, they like flip over the beds and there's all the shit underneath the beds. Mm-hmm. I just said who pooped the bed. <laughs> I mean, Antonito is pissing the bed every fucking night. Poor Antonito. He's just a little baby. He don't know no better. He don't, and he don't deserve that shit. He don't deserve that shit. He's just a little baby. He's just a little baby. That's true. Antonito. Antonito. You little baby. He was precious. He was so cute. Yeah. He was constantly wetting the bed. Yeah. And it was adorable. I, like, I liked that even in like scenes that are very meant to be serious, like the the scene where she's like trying, uh, Veronica's trying to eat and she's like shaking. Yeah. Um, it, there's like a shot of like it's over Veronica's shoulder and it's facing him. And he like looks over and he's like, huh. And like he, he looks, like he's smiling and then he like kind of looks what is would be off camera and it's like it's very obvious that somebody's just like like yeah. and like they direct him to be sad because yeah. then he's like oh oh and it uh poor little baby it just I like I he was so he's just a little baby plot twist it was V the whole time yeah so I uh this the end like the reveal yeah. where uh the the she looks in the mirror in the soyo mm-hmm. where it's like it's me mm-hmm. is very reminiscent of uh I just recently finished Bioshock Infinite. Okay. And there is a s- spoiler <laughs> alert for Bioshock Infinite. Um uh the main like villain is Zachary Comstock and you play as a character named Booker Duet. Yeah. Um and there's a whole like multiverse in um, Bioshock Infinite. And in some universes, so there's a point in Booker's life where he I, he is going to be baptized of like and wash away his sins. And in some universes, he accepts the baptism and becomes Zachary Comstock. Yeah. Sorry. He, he accepts the baptism and becomes Zachary Comstock or he declines the baptism and he runs away and he stays as Booker DeWitt. Mm-hmm. Um, but Booker, the char- the Booker that you're playing as doesn't know that, obviously, because he declined his the baptism in his universe. And he has kind of been forced into another universe to rescue Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a big reveal at the end where it's just what like... You, what's this guy doing over here? I don't know. Okay, there's a big reveal at the end. There's a, like, where it's just, like, Booker's, like, the goal is, like, okay, like, I, the idea is to go back to the cradle and smother Comstock before he has a chance to grow into the man that he is. 
Okay. Um, so they go back to, they end up back where uh, Booker would have gotten baptized and a bunch of Elizabeths come in and, and they kind of explain like, okay, like you, in some universes you become Comstock and like that's a whole thing and it's like, there's a moment of like, you know, he's Booker DeWitt, he's Zachary Comstock and then all of the music cuts out and Booker just says, I'm both. Mm-hmm. And it was the same exact kind of reveal where it's just like all of the music cut out in Veronica and and she looks in the mirror and she's like, it's me. Yeah. And it just like the the reveal felt very similar to that to me. Yeah. I loved that game. It yeah. was so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just like that reveal of like, okay, you were the hero and the villain the whole time. Right. You are both. Simultaneously, you right. are. So the reveal basically is that, like, all of these instances where she's been like seeing this demonic figure, mm-hmm. and it's been like fucking with her and fucking with the kids. Like, it's actually been her. Yeah. So I can hear you munching on that. Uh, sorry, cough drop. Um, she has been posing as like she's still herself but she's like posing as their father Mm -hmm. because like Antonito says that like dad's been coming to visit him Mm -hmm. and she thinks that that's like this demon thing and so she tells him like when dad comes like cover your ears and like don't listen to what he says and call for me (laughs) and call for me and then there's And then there's a point where, like, he's in her closet and she opens the door and he's covering his ears and he's calling for her. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, her Mm -hmm. out there. And that's sort of, like, when she realizes. Or, like, like, that's pretty close. It's been her the whole time, yeah. Yeah. So it's just, like, her kind of personifying their father. Yeah. (coughs) Damn. That's some that's some family issue shit that's right some, there. That's some taking daddy issues to a whole new level. Um, do you think it passes the Bechdel test? Oh, with flying colors. Yeah, I thought it probably did too because there's like multiple conversations with, between her and Rosa. Literally, the only character that's a dude is Antonita. Yeah, there's like every other character is a female. I mean, there are other like side like. Passing characters that are you're dudes. right. I hadn't really thought about it, but it's like mostly her, her two sisters. Mm-hmm. Her mom. <laughs> I guess like part of it is like her two sisters are so prominent and they're so young that they're just very androgynous to me. Yeah. So I'm like, especially the one. I don't really. Yeah, uh, Lucia. Lucia. I don't really think about their gender. Yeah. Um, but their then, their mom, their mom, Rosa and, and Deanna. Uh huh. And the then nun. sister death. Uh huh. And then like the other nun that's like the, assisting the, her. Like yeah. And like the history teacher. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. It is like m- almost all female. Yeah. Aside from Antonito and like passing characters, I hadn't really thought about it, but like I feel like that's like, oh, uh, that's like the moniker of like a great movie. Like I wasn't even thinking about. The genders. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it probably passes, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it's like... <laughs> but like, yeah, like, and like the, the detectives. <coughs> or like, yeah, like the... The detectives are dudes? There's like one, like the main detective guy that mm-hmm. comes in. He's a guy. But like the police officer that comes in and like calls for the medics, that's yeah. a woman. Yeah. Um, And most of them were also female. So okay. it's like, but yeah. Nice. It passes with flying colors. Well done, Veronica. Well done, Veronica. Um, Did you like this one? I did. I liked it. I like it a lot, too. I liked it. Um, I think it got overhyped. 
I do think it got overhyped, but I think that that's sort of, I, I think that that happens a lot. I'm not Same. like holding that against this film. Oh no, me neither. But <laughs> I think that it that happens a lot. A lot of films get overhyped. A I lot just of things wish that are like pretty good get overhyped. I into wish being I could have stumbled across this on my own. Yeah, for sure. I oh, agree with that. Do you want to hear about uh, who this is based on? Yeah, let's hear All it. Right, hold on, let me pull it up. Dude, I have to pee so bad. Can I maybe like pee, pee really real quick? quick? I yeah. should probably pee too. Okay, okay, and then let's talk about that. All right. Here is what we know. Okay. Hold on. Veronica is supposedly based on a true story of a young girl in... Oh, God. I can not pronounce, <coughs> pronounce this. Uh, Vasias? Mm-hmm. Uh, South Madrid, mm-hmm. who died after playing with a Ouija board in 1990. Um, her name was Estefania Gutierrez Lazaro. Lazaro? Probably butchered that. Cool. Uh, according to her parents, Estefania started dabbling in the occult as a teenager. This led to her performing a seance at school to try to contact one of her friend's boyfriends who had recently died in a motorbiking accident. Okay. Deanna. Deanna. Um, whose boyfriend had recently died in a motorbiking accident. Mm-hmm. Um, the ritual was interrupted by a teacher, but the group described seeing a strange smoke going through Estefania's mouth and nose. Uh, Over the following six months, Estefania started suffering from seizures and hallucinations. She would sometimes go into a rage, uh, barking at her brothers, and would tell her parents she saw, quote, evil shadows walking past her room at night. Uh, Her worried parents parents took her to see several doctors, but none of them could find anything physically wrong with her. Uh, A few months later, she was found dead in her bedroom, her death completely unexplained. Uh, her her parents said they thought her death had something to do with the Ouija board and started experiencing strange going goings on in their house afterwards. They were haunted by slamming doors, electric electric appliances switching on and off, and a mysterious faint whispering. Once the ha- once they moved houses, uh, all of this is said to have stopped. Absolutely not. Yep. So that was that was what happened to uh, Estefania. Fuck no. Uh, let's see. Is any of, like, you know how, like, at the end of um, Veronica, they show, like, the real crime scene stuff? Do I, don't think, think, I don't think that was real. You don't think any of that's real? Okay. I personally don't. Okay. Okay, then it just goes on about how, like, how uh, that story inspired Veronica. Mm-hmm. And just, like, the basic plot of Veronica. Yeah. So that was what... Like the, you know, inspired by true events. That was what inspired Veronica. Okay. Which sounds pretty fucked in its own right. Pretty horrifying, yeah. I'm not okay right now. No. That's for sure. But yeah, so. We're going to need to watch a lot of boosh after this. That sounds great to me. Okay, good. I got Funyuns I need to eat. Yeah, I got NyQuil I need to take. Dude. And also cheats I need to eat. I got some melatonin. I got to take. Cheats. Should I take Ooh. two melatonins oh, no. tonight? What? Because normally I only take one because <laughs> I have to be awake in the morning. How many milligrams is yours? Three. Oh, maybe we got. The maybe five. you should. Maybe you should take grab one of the one five. Of the fives. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll do that. Take that shit, dude. Shout Blast out to off. being an adult and having to take aids to help you sleep. 
I mean, let's be real. Not having to take, if you were taking care of your body, there's a way you could do it without it. Yeah, no, I'm sure. Let's be real. If you just like this is did like America the things you're supposed to do. Yeah. Quick to jump to pills. Instant gratification. Yeah. Although it is, I mean. Like, do you turn off all electronic devices before a certain time? Sure. Do you yeah. like, For like make it a an calm, hour comfortable bed. environment? Do you, you know, like. Yeah. Or are you just watching YouTube videos till four in the morning and then like can't fall asleep? I feel attacked. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying it because that's me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, I'm like, yeah, playing like so games like, on my phone. Let's yeah. be real. Yeah. We are not doing everything we can. No, that's true. But at least. <laughs> Uh, that's like that Naomi Ekaparagan thing with like the whole like dietitian thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, like so, going to <laughs> Naomi Ekaparagan has a because you're about supposed going to, to like, a dietitian or like, like do a like, journal for like yeah, a couple like she, weeks before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, like doing it for like a couple days. Like, oh, I she's see like, what's oh, wrong. Here. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but at least melatonin is actually what your brain is naturally making to help you fall asleep anyway. Yeah, there's a lot worse things that you can take um, to try to fall asleep. It's also non-habit forming, so. (laughs) Unless you have a habit of taking it every night. Which I don't. Do you feel attacked? Oh, sorry. I don't. I don't. I don't feel like I need to take it every night in order to sleep. I feel like it just helps me get better sleep. (laughs) Does that make sense, though? Yeah, no, I hear what you're saying. Because, like, I definitely sleep without it. I just sleep harder. I sleep better. I feel better in the morning when I wake up. Mm -hmm. You get that deep, restful sleep. Yeah, it's like when... Because I've been tracking my sleep for about a year and a half at this point Mm -hmm. with my alarm clock and my, uh, my Apple Watch. Yeah. Because it keeps it keeps track of like your heart rate and when you slip into like deeper sleep or whatever. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was consistently having like you have like twenty hours of like poor like sleep, sleep debt p- debt patterns per week. Yeah. And now I'm just like I, I I like five hours is a lot for me in a week now. Yeah. After taking melatonin as often as I do. Yeah. Um, but that's beside the point. <laughs> Well, we're all going to need it tonight after talking about this Veronica shit. Honestly, after talking about sleep tight. Yeah, (laughs) that's more so true. Although, like, (laughs) I mean, I feel safe-ish in this place. I do. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I really do. I don't feel like our maintenance people are coming in here in the middle of the night. I feel like I would be able to tell. They're not that quiet. There, okay, there was a scene. I'm going to go back to sleep type for a second. There mm-hmm. was a scene uh, where Caesar's like slipping around the apartment like unnoticed by uh, Marcos and Clara. Ew, yeah, what and, the fuck? And we're talking about how like, I feel like if you're in, you, you're like, if you're in tune with like the energy of your space, yeah. you know when somebody is there. Yeah. And I, I could get how like Marcos wouldn't feel it because that's not his space. Yeah. That was Clara's maybe. apartment. But like, I feel like I feel like even stepping into somebody else's space. We I was talking about this. I can't remember who I talked about this with. This was like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I was talking with somebody about like, you know how like when somebody else gets in your car and then like moves something? Yes. And like immediately the whole energy of your car is just off. After I just that. recently drove for four like if other somebody people else, in my car. If somebody else drives your car, yeah. Then like 
you're like so thrown off. Like when you get back into the driver's seat, you're just like, uh, like, wait a second. Like, if there's an intruder in your house and you're like in tune with your home, you shouldn't be able to tell. You sh- you should be able to tell that kind of thing. Yeah, I feel like there's, ab- like, there's n- almost no way that I'm like not aware that like somebody else is in this house. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe because like I came home today and I was asking Joel if you were home. But also, I could have just investigated. Yeah. I don't know. I was pretty cool. I mean, like, I had headphones in. uh, Achievement Hunters live streaming all of the original Spyro series in preparation for the the Spyro remastered. So I was being real quiet. Like, I also, like, I feel like I heard you guys call me, Mm -hmm. and I didn't respond for a while, Mm -hmm. because I wasn't sure if you guys were actually calling me, because my door was shut, so I couldn't hear you very well, plus I had headphones in, plus my fan was going. Yeah, I just feel like it's, like, absurd to me when I watch stuff, and there's, like, (laughs) I mean, Sleep Tight was one example, but I feel like I've seen lots of examples of that, where it's, like, there's there's somebody sneaking around the house, and somebody else isn't noticing, and I'm, like... Not he's not just hiding in the house. Like he is moving around that house. Like, yeah, the energy is shifting around. Yeah, I just, I just think that that's absurd. But I I don't know. Also, because I feel like very like uh, like Western culture is very like out of tune with that kind of stuff, and we're like shitty about noticing other people. And like when you think about like noticing other people's moods, and like a lot of people are really shitty about that. Yeah, but this is not. I mean, I mean, I guess it is more Western than like East. I mean, yeah, no, Spain is Western. Yeah, every. I mean, yeah, that's considered like Western culture. Yeah. Okay. Anything that's like really like colonized and industrialized is. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Uh, like, just I guess in my brain when I think Eastern and Western, I just think like the continents of like. Um. Yeah. No. Like Western culture is like I mean like Europe and over. It's like Western culture. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I don't know. I just I just remembered that and I thought it was absurd. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about Veronica. Yeah, I liked Veronica a lot. I liked it too. I think it was very good. Should we read Jolnos to find out if Joel oh, liked shit. it? Oh shit! Yeah. Totally. Do you want to read him? Do you want me to read him? You can read him. I'm so glad this movie pays off with actual creepy moments. Seeing her dead dad and then being pulled through the bed by all those hands is awesome. Creepy AF. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. There was a moment when we were first watching it. It was uh, like she's like passing from like the hall or like the living room to the kitchen. And it shows like a shot down the hallway. Because... Mm-hmm. <coughs> Which this is like after you'd already seen the reflection in the TV. Mm-hmm. And then it was standing in the hallway. Oh, fuck. And I remember making a comment when we first watched this about how like, I don't like how much they're already showing it. Mm-hmm. And this was very early in the film. Yeah. Like, and they were already showing it like fully. Yeah. In full. Yeah. Like they weren't fucking around. Yeah. No, they really went for it. I liked it. The chain-smoking blind nun is a dope character. She adds creepiness to the film, even though she is not a threat herself. Yeah. (laughs) I agree. Yeah. Just in the sense of, like, you know she's been through some shit. Yeah. (coughs) Yeah. What has she been through (coughs) to get to who she is now? Okay. I have a question. Yeah. Because I don't know if, if I imagined this plot or, like, this plot point... 
or if it actually happened, did it like, did she go through something similar that Veronica was going through and she blinded herself? Was that an actual plot point or did I imagine that? Did I make that up? I don't remember. I don't remember if, I don't think, I don't remember them ever explaining why she's blind. Do you? I don't remember either. I thought it was like she blinded herself so that she would stop seeing like these demons. Mm. But as it turns out, you don't need sight to see. Like that was a whole point that she had made. I f- I I don't uh, know. That's where- a cool idea. If you didn't come up, if, if you <laughs> did come up with it, yeah. I don't I don't know if that's actually a point in this movie or I if know. I just came up with that in my brain. No, that is pretty interesting though. Okay. I don't remember that. Maybe you'll go rewatch like the conversations that they had. Yeah. yeah. To see if like she ever mentioned that. Okay. I like that Veronica's proactive, putting the Viking prote- protection symbols everywhere. There is kind of a trope in horror and fantasy movies that once it's established that the supernatural is real, then the logic of any folklore folklore the characters can get their hands on has some significance. Like in Signs, when Morgan reads from the extraterrestrial book, or in this film, when Veronica uses the information from the occult magazines, it's kind of flawed logic, but I sort of like the trope anyway. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) I think, I mean, like, I feel like what it is is just, like, in those times, it's sort of, like, desperation, and you're, like, reaching for whatever might help yeah. Did you hear? But a lot of those things. <laughs> Everybody. <coughs> Danny. Hey, come here. What up, girl? Like a lot of those things end up being true. Yeah. She was meowing. Like you me. could argue like the Viking symbols didn't do anything, but then why did the creature feel the need to burn them up? You know? Yeah. It was either that the the creature felt threatened and so the creature burned it up or they really were so useless that yeah, the creature it was, was just like, just like, like watch to, what I can do. To prove a point of like, yeah, fuck your, fuck your protection symbols. Or also it I was like guess, her. But <laughs> like, fuck your chicken strips. I just don't think of like <laughs> demons as petty in that way. <laughs> how many demons have, demon. How many demons have you met? <laughs> Fuck your chicken strips. <laughs> Fuck your protection amulets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how many demons have you met? How do you know how petty they are? But like, I feel like I've seen other I like movies. that idea. I like the, <laughs> I like the, the petty nah. demon. <laughs> nah. Oh, you got a little, you got a little protection. What is that? Amulet. A protection symbol. Whatever it is. Yeah. No, fuck that. I'm gonna burn it. Yeah. <laughs> watch, nothing. Watch what I can do. This is nothing to me. I feel like there's other movies where they're like, I don't know. It's just like immediately with like the folklore stuff. They're just like, in other cultures, this creature had another name and like yeah. it was this thing and this thing. And it's just like, kind of no matter what, it's just like anything that's brought up in the movie ends up being like relevant because mm-hmm. like, of course, that's how movies are written. Right. Mm-hmm. But just like, Danny. I it's kind of. I just think it's funny. It's like it's both a dumb trope, but also kind of a cool trope in my mind. Where yeah. I'm just like, I like that. I kind of like that. Like, once we're acknowledging the supernatural, like we're kind of like, yeah, like maybe we're any, like anything we anything, can get our hands on. Any, any is of this useful. might be true. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Who knows? Like, I like that. I like. Yeah, I like that idea. Also, I also hate that idea in the sense that just like 
okay, but like what actually worked here? Right, yeah. <laughs> like it once you like douse yourself in like a, a bunch of different cultures, like protection, like, okay, but like what's the real one? What actually worked? That, that's right. where like it doesn't make sense. And so like, yeah, it's kind of like a... <laughs> I, I, yeah, your flawed logic comment. I, could see, I, I get it. I could see where someone would hate it. But, yeah, But yeah, at the yeah. same time... I like that like mystical feeling you get where you're like, oh, this stuff is oh garlic and oh. vampires. Like any like anything yeah. is just like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny! Danny! I got a kitty cat, everybody. Danny! In hey. case you're wondering. Hey. What's up, girl? She's sleepy. It's fake. That's true. She's never actually sleepy. I like how the creature can go from a shadow on the wall to affecting things in the real world. The period yeah. nightmare is kind of epic. Yeah, the period nightmare was that was all good. one note. Yes. Okay. What? It was, was supposed to be separate. Okay, sorry. It was written all as one note. Uh, but yeah. So shadow to affecting <laughs> real life. Yeah, I feel like I've mentioned this video game to you guys before. There's a game called Contrast. Mm. Where um, you play as like the imaginary friend of this little girl um, and you're a woman who you can shift between the three-dimensional world and the shadow world. Mm -hmm. And that's how you get through levels is by using like shadows to kind of traverse up onto different platforms. And it's mm -hmm. a really interesting and that's kind of what it reminded me of. Yeah. And like the shifting between dimensions like that. That's cool. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, the period nightmare is kind of epic. It was so cool. Yeah. Like. It, it was really well I done. I liked the, like, the idea of, like, the mom being over her and, like, I need you to grow up kind of deal. And, like, the, the hand shadow over. Mm-hmm. It was so cool. Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> and so effective. I feel like before you even actually see that that's what happened, I was, like, right away, like, oh, man, we've all been there. We've all had that we've period had that dream. dream. Yeah, just like I feel like a lot of females I've talked to have had like some version of like you have some dream where you like there's something regarding blood or pelvic things. Yeah, or the need to be a grown up. Whatever it is, yeah. there's something relating to it and then you like get your period mm -hmm. in that dream. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I feel like that's pretty relatable. Yeah. Um. On top of all the other shit she's going through, she's got to go and get her period. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, and there was, like, that conversation between, like... <coughs> Sorry. No, you're okay. Between, like, the, uh, um, the, like, the nurse after, like, mm -hmm. she, the seance and the thing, and they're like, oh, like, the nurse is like, oh, are you on your period? Mm -hmm. And she's like, no. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, like, how old are you? Like fifteen, she's like, and you haven't gotten your, and she's like, no. I was like, I feel like that's not like that's that that's not like an absurd, yeah. thing. Yeah, there's such a wide range. <laughs> yeah, like I was fifteen. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, and I've known some people that were like sixteen, seventeen. I mean, that is like higher, but like. I don't know. Yeah. I yeah. was also on the younger side. You I was were, like 11. You were very young. Yeah. And I'm not even the youngest person I knew. Yeah. I've I've known people who started at like eight. Nine. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Tiff knew somebody that started at like four. Ew. What? Like she had like a oh, medical condition that, that caused her to sucks. start at like four years old. 
Oh my god, that sucks. Right. Isn't that, doesn't that seem absurd? <laughs> you don't even know what's going on with your body. At, I mean, not that you know what's going on with your body at all at like fucking 9 or 10 or 11 no. either. Or at like 16. Or honestly at like 30. Yeah, I was going to say, I like, barely know what's going on with my body now. Yeah, I'm just starting to get the hang of my body. <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. I got a kitty cat. And it's like, it's <laughs> rejection. Rejection. Yeah. <laughs> On all fronts. Yeah, um, that's true. Anyway. We probably made this joke while watching it together, but the creature coming out of that mattress is kind of like Frank coming out of the couch and it's always sunny. <laughs> we did make that joke. Yeah. yeah that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Frank emerging from the leather couch completely nude. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, always I just sunny. have this so drink good. just sitting next to my leg this whole time, so now it's fucking warm. Ugh. I've ruined my Yeah, life. I'm pretty much done with mine at this point. There's a little bit left, but I'm like, nah. We, this is like, we almost got through the entire batch that we made. Pretty much. Which is like huge for us. That's, we usually don't. We usually it's, don't do that. Excuse me. <laughs> What's she trying to do? Does she want some Cali Mocho? You want some of this? Can she drink through this? Oh, my God. She went for it. No. What was that? She was, like, aggressively going for that straw for a second. Anyway. Um, This is the last Joel note. Okay. They kind of do the same creature with its arm down someone's mouth thing in Ouija Origin of Evil. They do. Yeah. That was a good movie. That was a pretty good that movie. That was a... We didn't see the the OG Ouija. We didn't. We only watched the sequel. Why the prequel? Prequel. Why was that? Um, because it was at the library. It was at the library. Oh yeah, that's why. Honestly, <laughs> and we figured like, yeah, it was technically made later, but it's still a prequel, so it that's doesn't. True. That's oh, she's going for this straw, by the way. Oh, she likes. She likes it. Danny wants this drink. She doesn't understand how to use a straw but she's she's trying here what if i just like took this out <coughs> and did this how do you feel about this <laughs> her, her arm yeah is it the straw or is it the drink <laughs> it's the straw <laughs> it might be the straw <laughs> veronica is like one of my it like uses one of like my favorite horror sort of like genre elements, which is like the supernatural <laughs> horror yeah. movie. She's biting yeah. the straw, everybody. <laughs> there she goes with it. <laughs> Anyway, sorry, Joel. I didn't mean to derail your comment with Danny being a cute little bitch. Being a cute little menace. Supernatural. It's also got like another aspect that I really like, which is mm -hmm. that it sticks to some semblance of rules around the world, mm -hmm. which is just like, in this case, as simple as it was, was just like not closing out a Ouija, a Ouija session, session. Mm -hmm. which and that like it opened kids. Up. Let me let me I tell you. I feel like we've talked about this before. But if you're let's... gonna fuck with a Luigi board, Luigi, a Quidja board, <laughs> a Luigi board, a Luigi, a Waluigi board, a Waluigi. Wah. Um, yeah. do it correctly. Say goodbye. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Like that's. 
Listen. <coughs> I got a lot of complaints children. about Ouija boards just in general. But like, just follow the rules. Even if you don't believe them. For my sake. For Erica's sake. If you don't say goodbye. I'll personally come and kill you. All those demons are going to come haunt Erica. <laughs> specifically. <laughs> yeah. Could you fucking imagine? Classic. Oh my God. I would just end my life. Yeah, it's not worth it anymore not at that at all. point. What's your quality of life at that point? Not good. I got thousands <laughs> of fucking demons coming at me. Oh my god. Coming on me. Guys, stop it with the demons. Danny, stop it with the cuteness. <laughs> You're killing me. Anyway. All right. She's murdering me with her, her cuteness. I hate her. Yeah, killing me softly. Do you guys have anything else to say? Joel, did you like any of these movies? I liked Veronica a lot. I liked... Anguish. Anguish a lot. Yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah. I mean, I said in my notes, I thought it was like a low-key horror classic. Yeah. yeah. It's Just really like good. unrecognized classic of horror. Yeah. I... Like way better... I don't know. Like like I was saying, it's just like way more interesting than something like Friday like the Thirteenth, like, yeah, which got like huge, just, like, killing which got like a thousand camp. sequels. Like, yeah, let's do Anguish series. Yeah, for sure. No, yeah, yeah I thought Anguish was great. Sleep Tight was fucked Sleep up. Tight I thought was it was well, like, well produced. It was well done. It was well written. It was well produced. It was like it wasn't a bad movie. And no, it just, just no, just it made the, me just, the content. Like I just too, don't ever want to watch again. It yeah. was too effective. In yeah, what it did. yeah, that's exactly what it was. Is it got its point across too well? <laughs> yeah, and I'm done with it. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Don't need it. And but, then and Veronica was fantastic. Great. Also, it was fucking great. <laughs> Do you feel like there was any sort of? I mean, I know it was only like three films, but just like, was there any sort of like thing that you could derive about like Spanish horror, like from these hmm. three films, or would we need a bigger pool of films? We to probably sort of like need a bigger out? pool, but yeah. from these three films, and uh, Anguish was just like sp Spanish produced. It wasn't yeah. like a Spanish film, but just from these three, uh. The, for whatever reason, the three that we picked <coughs> were much less <coughs> gore intensive. Yeah. And they were more, you're, like on, my, you're on my headphones, sorry. More psychological. They're more psychological. Yeah. Um, which I get down with. Yeah, for sure. I feel like even beyond that, I really don't know how to put this into words, but I do feel like there is a certain like tone that a lot of Spanish horror I've seen has that- yeah. It's just sort of, I, I, like, I don't know how to put it into words, but just like some sort of tone that's like indicative of like Spanish horror in particular that is, I think, yeah, kind of like this, like there's like a psychological element to it. <coughs> just like this particular type of tension. I don't even know. Like, I don't know how to articulate it, but I, I do feel like, there's been times where I feel like I've known that something is Spanish in some way, like either directed or produced or something, but without actually knowing that information. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Like, I don't know if I... Like, there's things I could point out, but I don't know if there's anything, like, that's concrete. 
Yeah. I will say like each film had like a familial kind of component to it. Yeah. Like sleep tight, like him and his mom. Yep. And like the fact that she was dying and whatever. And mm-hmm. like Veronica, her family was like a very core component. Yeah. And then and then anguish. It's like him and his mom once again. Yeah. Yeah. And like I'd forgotten about the the mom element in sleep tight. Yeah. Yeah. Which is sort it was of, sort of like kind of like brushed aside almost. Yeah. He keeps yeah. checking in with his mom. I don't know if we said it in like our synopsis, but just basically like he keeps checking in with his mom, telling her about like, here's the progress. Is she actually his mom? That's that's the other thing that's like fucked. I think she is. And I think that she is coherent enough to understand what he is doing, but not enough to uh, tell somebody. Yeah. Or like advise against it. Cause she's just and like that's why crying. She, that's the why whole she's time. so upset is because she knows that he's doing something <laughs> fucked and he, and she can't do anything about yeah. it. I see. Yeah. She's like in pretty much every scene, he's like talking to her about what's going on, but she's just like, she's in a hospital bed and she's like crying the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I got from it is that like, yeah, like she mm-hmm. knows what's going on that and makes she sense. cannot. Uh, which I think is why she he's telling her. Yeah, is because he knows that she can't do anything, and that's making her miserable. Yeah, and that's his whole goal. That's yeah. his. That's his game. <laughs> his whole game is making people miserable. Oh my god, like she's pretending to sleep. Two it's sort okay. of like questions about that whole mom thing. Where, like, my first is just like, is part of the justification or like why he can't be happy is that like his mom has always had like some sort of chronic illness. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's been weighing on him his whole life of just, like, she's not happy. I can't be happy. Da, no da, da. one can be happy. And yeah. then the second thing was, like, which confused me when we were watching it. And I'd have to, like, go back and check. But, like, there were two women in that room. Yeah. I was, like, the second time, did he go to a different woman and, like, confess? That's what I kind of thought, I was, too. Like, Maybe. What? I'm, like. Yeah, because I thought. Hmm? It, the first time he was talking to the one woman, and then the second time they showed the other woman, but it seemed like he was talking to the other woman in the but room. Her face looked different. I don't know. I was just like, I don't know. I think I was. That's why I'm mom? saying, like, I is think that I was his so actually his mom. I was so upset by like the subject matter that I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I wasn't sure either. I was kind of thinking about that a little bit. Like, I I don't know if are either of these women actually his mom. <laughs> right. Yeah. Is this just something like this, like, is this like Clara's mom or something? I got a lot. Oh, that no, because Clara's mom comes up later in the film to get her. That was her mom. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, this, I had a lot of questions about this movie and I could go on forever about the questions that I have about this movie. Honestly. Excuse me. Um, that's what boys like, right? I think so. That's what Joel likes. Or girls. Whatever, I like, whoever. I like it all. Hello. Whoever. Whoever. <coughs> yeah. But honestly, honestly, there's a, a thousand questions that I could ask about sleep tight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure. I feel like most of the notes that I t- only took like five notes and I feel like 70% of them were just questions. Yeah. So honestly we should probably break it off before we go on a thousand years about this movie. Yeah. We were talking about a completely different movie and then we came back to it. God damn it. It was just so upsetting. It was so upsetting. 
<laughs> that movie was so upsetting, but Veronica and Anguish were so good. Veronica they and Anguish were, were very good. And I mean, Sleep Tight, for what it was, it was very upsetting, but it was very well produced and it was very well written. Yeah. And the acting was fantastic. That's true. So for what it was, it was a good movie. It's a well made movie. Yeah, but the content was very upsetting. Then yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it was a well made movie, but the content was very upsetting. You got Alina Cast. Kind of if that content doesn't bother you though, like don't talk to me. Also, like think about yeah yourself (laughs) a little bit. Mm, Lena wants to say something. Oh my god, Lena's so beautiful. Lena. Lena's honestly one of the most beautiful cats I've ever seen in my life. She's so beautiful. And I, I love how whenever you compliment <laughs> Lena, Danny's always <laughs> staring at you like she's mad. I know. No matter what the situation, whenever you're complimenting Lena, Danny is always in a corner staring at you like angrily. <laughs> That's very true. Lena. But like, for real though. Lena. She's one of the sweetest cats I've ever met. Come here. And I feel like I'm a little bit biased. Because she's 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 my cat. Lena. She's the baby that I chose. Danny is the baby that chose me. Wow. Danny, what do you have to say about that? She's just staring off into the distance. Upset. I like she's to, like, don't touch me. Whenever bitch. she's being an extra menace, I like to remind her that she was an accident. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's good to keep in mind, I guess. Wow. Anyway, we watched the movies and we talked about them. Kind of. No, I guess we did. You're right. We definitely, <laughs> we definitely kind of talked about them. We, we definitely kind of watched them. Yeah, that's true. That's true. What are we talking about next time? Oh, do we even know yet? Yeah. Oh, what are we talking about next time? Is it your episode next time? Nah. What are we talking about next time? The thing. Oh, the thing. Are we? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, that sounds good. I thought we were watching yours next. Nah. Okay. Is it yours after the thing? Yeah. Okay. And then we got like three or four. Yeah, mine's pretty soon because my birthday is only in a few weeks. Oh, speaking of that, guess who booked an Airbnb for their birthday? Hey. Hey, where are you guys going? Uh, Ooh, New Orleans. That's exciting. <laughs> for how long? Um, <laughs> I mean, all together, we'll probably be gone for like um, five days, but we're, we, I only booked like three nights. Nice. But like, it's like an eight hour drive sure. between here and there. So we might be gone for a while. Lena is right here. Dude, that's going to be terrifying for me. You being alone? Yeah. I was alone here when you guys were heading over. How was it? Was it terrifying? Honestly, I didn't think about it too much. There were like a couple moments at, during like a couple. I might have winter come over. A couple yeah. nights where I was just like, oh yeah, I'm like completely alone. And then like I got a little freaked out. Yeah. But mostly I was fine. Yeah. Yeah, I might have somebody come over. <sighs> yeah. Keep me company. That would make sense. I... I wouldn't blame you. But I got the cats. Meow. Should we go watch some boosh? Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. Blood Sisters is produced by Amy Holston, Erica Holston, and Joel Hinojosa. Music and graphics also by Joel Hinojosa. Uh, you can hear all of our episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And if you're interested, if you like what we're doing, we're, you can also leave us a review on iTunes. We uh, We would like that a lot. Uh, connect with us on Facebook at facebook.com slash bloodsisterspodcast and on Twitter at Drunk and Scared. 
You could also email us at bloodsistersmedia at gmail.com. We need friends. Please, please communicate with us. Any, anything. Anything. <laughs> Any of it. Please help. Send us hate mail if you need to. We just need to know that there's somebody out there listening to us. Just a quick hello email would be fine. Be good. Or a quick hello tweet. Just here and there. It'd be good. Just let us know you're alive. 